Network Studios in Hollywood. This. this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. The best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live from the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Theater, this is Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm happy at least the intro is the same. I have a hard time with change. Okay? There's a lot of change going on around here. I should be used to it. I grew up. In a chaotic situation when I was a kid, I, I used to think the word evict meant move. Like they were the same word. Look, mommy, here's the eviction truck. Yeah. She'd read a note. I knew, pack a bag. I still keep a box packed. Yeah. To this day, I keep a box packed. And now that's my career as well. Do you really? Really? Like a. I still have a box packed just in case somebody comes and gets me. I have one ready to go, and then I have to get all the other <laughs> stuff. What's in your box? Yeah. It's got like uh, goodies, like goodies through the years, like things that I really need, like, you know, fire goodies, you know, things that you can't replace. <laughs> Fire goodies. Well, I, nothing I'm going to set on fire. Don't you understand what that means? It means like, like fireworks. Or? No, not fireworks. Fire goodies. Your I have a flint. Picture? There's a flint in there. There's yeah. a no. kindling. I want I to know what's in, in your safety bag. If shit went down, I'm going to take this box with me. No, you don't want my box. It's personal things. It's personal things through the years that I've uh, accumulated. Oh, irreplaceable things. Irreplaceable like a wedding things. Photo. I, a wedding photos, not really. 
Don't call him out on that. That's not in his box. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant don't call him on that. He's been married before. Yeah, well, I have true. several albums. I got more albums than the Rolling Stones. <laughs> no, no. I uh, What I'm talking about is uh, like little mementos, things from the kids. Yeah. Matter of fact, I have my, my son is here today. Just thought I'd announce that because he's going to be wandering around in the background with his new camera. I got him a camera. Very nice. Which Very is going to, which I, you know me, Buy I'm going to, I'm investing. <laughs> I'm not buying love. No, I'm buying, I'm investing. Career in myself it's for my I, i'm i'm hoping this thing pays back because it's a really good camera we got into new york at this b and h place and he he uh he loved that spot now i love that he loved it he's 14 years old and it, it's a big camera place and it's good joel have you ever been there no what's it called it, it's called b and h it's the most famous place i think in the world right I justin it, uh, it's there. like it's unbelievable it, you walk in and it's Hasidic Jews run the place. Uh -huh. Of which Justin said, "Dad, can I be Hasidic Jewish?" He wants to convert now. Oh yeah, because of the cameras. He's going to start growing the payas and everything. Yeah, <laughs> just so he can sell cameras and work there. <laughs> he had he had like a, a, a hard on in that place. Okay, I know that wasn't appropriate. He's 14 years old. I, okay, I went a little far with that. I saw from Sarah's face. So anyone reacting out there, Sarah represented you. Okay. <laughs> Well, let me take a big, deep breath and just say, welcome, welcome. We have moved oh. locations. We've moved locations. That's why a change is very hard for me. Yeah, on camera, it looks about the same, but it we does? are in a very different place. Really? I think, it looks, I think it looks better. Nothing can improve me. <laughs> but um, I am wearing a new shirt that I bought especially for this show. I thought this shirt might be uh, might young me up a little bit. Where yeah. did you get it? I hang around with you guys who are all under 30. Okay, everyone is under 30 in this room. For right another now. Month. Jake is here, by the way. Jake has uh, moved out here from Philadelphia, who's also going to be producing the show. More change. Yay, that's a lot of change. More change. Living in my old house. A lot of change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to get my house together for sale. There's a lot going on. Okay, and now we're at this new location, and um, Heidi and Frank are our lead in, and now they are also, that, that upset me in a very positive way. They're moving to KLOS. Yeah, they got Which back is on like the, radio. the top station in Los Angeles for many, many years. And Mark and Brian, old friends of mine, I used to be on their show all the time. And now Heidi and Frank are going to be on their show. I didn't know that. Yes, they just That's had the big announcement. To me. Really? Well, we're just outside this glass. I guess you weren't listening. I wasn't. You were concentrating on this show. I, yeah. As opposed to me, I'm concentrating on what the hell's going on here. <laughs> I'm trying to, to just get everything together in, in alignment. I didn't meditate today. I started my day off on a road, on a road, a crowded road. You woke up on a road? Or? No, I didn't wake up on the road. Those are the old days, Joel. <laughs> yeah. Those days I hope are gone. No, I woke up in uh, San Diego, outside of San Diego. Oh, we wow. stayed there for the weekend, well, Saturday and Sunday. Me and, uh, well, two of my children went with me. The one who's in here with me now wouldn't go because he's too cool for school, doesn't want to hang out with family <laughs> no anymore. No more family vacations. No, no more family vacations. He's even given me the word. Okay? So you know what I told him? I said, I said, well, you missed out. They were having, in the hotel, they had a model, teen model contest. Okay? Oh. Judged by other models. So I said, that's what you missed. Wow. So you go to your little teen center here, your bat mitzvahs. You missed 400 <laughs> models. And you would have been a great wingman for him. And terrible wingman. I'm the worst <laughs> wingman because he goes, Dad, you're a perv. Yeah. But you, but you like to try. I uh, No, I stopped. Oh, yeah. And you know what's really funny is he's reversed it, though. He goes, Dad, you're a perv. Don't talk about it anymore. So now I can't look at girls for him. Yeah. Because I, I always go, yeah. I, it's like a, a lot of parents do that. I go, she's a cute one. You know, or I'll meet like a good-looking uh, mother, 
And, and if she'll say, I have a 14-year-old daughter, I go, well, fix, fix her up with my son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I go with this. You know, you live like, like kind of vicariously through your children sometimes. You know, it goes with athletics as well. Yeah. But also goes for chasing tail. <laughs> so, anyway. And I know it's wrong. And as a matter of fact, when I try to give him advice, he goes, Dad, you were a loser. And that's the problem with telling them too much information. I tell my kids everything. I tell them bedtime stories and stuff, and they know everything about me. As a matter of fact, Jared says to me this morning, the eight-year-old, he says, well, Dad, you were bad growing up. You know, you did bad things. <laughs> So that like sort of gives him the freedom to do bad things because yeah. well, I'm trying to get them to uh, you know be uh, legitimate citizens, <laughs> but it's not going to work mm -hmm. because they know what dad and dad also has done okay for himself. Right. So which makes it doubly difficult to draw boundaries with the kids. Oh uh, sure, because you turn out fine, so they think, well, I might as well. I don't know if I turn out face. fine, but it, relatively right. fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in jail anymore. <laughs> I have a home now. Mm -hmm. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I I lived on um, a stolen pool furniture, and uh, I would make a, I would make a little pillow out of uh, out of my clothes, and uh, they wow. would always go through those little slots. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. the straps. They would yeah. go through the straps, so I would wake up with strap marks, which would take like an hour to leave. So I couldn't like go to an audition with the strap marks. I looked like half a zebra. Yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a good look. But that's when I uh, came out here. I was certainly was not a um, a success by any means. How old were you? Uh, twenty five. Moved out when I was twenty five, mm. and I was just I I couldn't wait to see Hollywood. As a matter of fact, uh, this brought back a memory. This building was one of the first places where I was quote unquote discovered. Not discovered, but they they had me in for a meeting. At Stephen Cannell Productions is in this building, huh. and I don't know if you know who that is, but yeah. that was a really big production company back in the day. The A Team and uh -huh. Hunter and all those type of shows, action shows and things like that. And they had me for an interview. I'm like this 25 year old kid, you know, just fresh from Philadelphia. I was like, "Well, I'm at Stephen Cannell Productions." Yeah. And I was like, really into. Uh, and then now, now when I enter these buildings, I'm like, huh, "So what?" How they discover <laughs> you? What did they discover you doing? I actually was uh, doing stand-up, and I um, there were several places where uh, different things happened, where I got this NBC deal out of it and, and so on, because they're always looking for the young, new guy, mm -hmm. the young guy. And what's w weird about it is, in retrospect, I, I have to tell you, you know, I was, was kind of hot at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, not hot-looking, but I was hot as a comic, and yeah, they would have me in all these meetings, and they, they want to sign you to a deal, and then it becomes a feeding frenzy mm -hmm. where they, they go, we have a hundred thousand dollars. Really? It's like a hundred thousand dollars? Wow! Are you kidding me? Uh, I was I was shocked at the, some of the money that they would offer because I was the new guy and sort of the hot guy that they, you know, they'll send people. They uh -huh. send people. The the executives send people to go sort of screen and find out who's hot. Yeah. I got calls from Spielberg's office. Shut up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this was happening all the time, and it was it was really weird for. A kid, you know, who comes from nothing to have all of a sudden they're offering things to yeah. me and try, luring me in. Now, here's the bad news is that I ever tell you a story about the NBC deal. Uh -uh. This is this is a typical example of me now in retrospect and me then and where I was coming from. And this is sort of is going to come across as, as some advice for the young, which you guys are up and coming in the business, really excited about the business and so forth is staying in the now is really important. Like I said this morning, I woke up and immediately I was on a freeway and I was already pissed off at everybody. I, I got behind this minivan. I wanted to shoot the guy. I understand road rage. 
He's in, the, he's in the carpool lane. Don't people know the rules? And that's what I'm, I'm like screaming. Don't they know the rules? You know, you want to have like a loudspeaker to say, don't you know the rules? Yeah. Because he can't just flash him because he's got that look on his face like, I'm going the speed limit now. And I'm, I'm okay with doing that. And that's your problem if you're up my rear end. And I was like, move it. So that was not a good way to start my day. No. But what I'm saying is staying present in the now is so important. And so I get this NBC deal. And they said, uh, you have a contract, and if you – I think I did tell this – even last week I told this story about pulling up to the guard gate and everything. And they say, <laughs> you don't remember any of this? I keep going. Okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so, so there was a show called Nuthouse, right? It was produced by Mel Brooks. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Mel Brooks. And I'm going, oh, my God. And it was between me and this other guy, 13 episodes in the air for sure – and you make 15000 a week. I'm doing the math. I bought a car. I bought this Lincoln Mark 7. Uh, I told you that? I think so, yeah. Something big and classy, right? <laughs> With the wheel well in the back, the Mark 7. I'm pulling up to the guard gate, and I go, I'm looking for my parking spot. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I'm the new NBC contract player. He goes, he goes yeah, go take a spot next to Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney over there. Because they were like the MGM. That's what I thought I was going to be like. Yeah. Hello, I'm in every musical, you know, because I'm the contract player. That's yeah. the way they used to do it in the old Hollywood. I'm still That's thinking awesome. along those lines. So it turns out I didn't have a parking spot, but it comes down to a test deal. They call it a test deal. One would call it a screen test, but it's a test deal. This is what you're going to make if you beat this one guy out. Mm. So instead of studying my lines, I'm all cocky. I'm, I, the other guy I'm going against does not have a contract. He's just auditioning. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm the man. I'm not even – they gave me new sides, they call them. That's a part of the script you have to read. So I go into the office. I'm starting to flirt with the girl you know, as I'm waiting to go in. And as a, she goes, who are you? I go, Craig Shoemaker. I'm the new NBC contract <laughs> player. Perhaps you recognize my name coming across the desk. I'm sure they're talking about me frequently. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like you know, 26 years old at the time, like all excited. So now – they send me in to the office. I walk in. It's Mel Brooks. It's the head of NBC, Brandon Tartikoff. It's this uh, writers that I know. Uh -huh. I mean, all these people are staring at me. The head of casting from NBC. So I'm going, first of all, mad because they didn't introduce me as the new contract player. <laughs> so I'm already entitled and pissed off. It's like, how come they didn't say, I see the other guy walk out. I'm like, hey, good luck to you, buddy. You're not getting this part. This is mine. So, again, cocky, not being in the now, not studying my lines. I, I, I wrote on the paper, like I circled some of my lines, you know, with the magic marker. Uh -huh. I go in, and I panicked. I freaked out. I started trembling. Not like the uh -huh. little bit of shaking. I'm trembling where you can see the papers. Oh, yeah. So now I have the sides in my hand, and you, and you see. That happens to me every audition. You're kidding I me. I have to fold my paper, so you can't. Well, yeah. maybe now you can listen. <laughs> maybe this advice is for you because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well past my prime. <laughs> so I'm shaking, right? Now I start sweating, and I'm reading the lines, <laughs> and the sweat is going. <laughs> it's landing on the paper with a, an audible sound that wow. was like, and they're all, now they start looking at each other. Like Mel Brooks is giving that look like, this is the NBC contract player. It's now to this guy and one other guy. This is who you bring me. That's the look I think they were giving. Yeah. That's all I was seeing at the time. So I'm reading my lines with the casting director. I'm shaking. Boom, boom, boom. So now a part comes where they say you have to uh, – there's a phone call. It's called Nuthouse. It's like this hotel, right? Uh -huh. And I'm like in charge of it. You know, I'm the young guy in charge. Cloris Leachman's in the show. Harvey Corman, all these old school actors. I'm going, oh, my God, this is mine. But now I'm going – 
not mine anymore. <laughs> so now the words are smearing. I can't even read the words because of the magic marker is now smearing from the, from the sweat. So I'm supposed to uh, mime a phone call. That's what I rehearsed. Instead, I go, something happened to me. I picked up an office phone. I picked up an office phone and started talking into it, reading my lines into the phone. I don't have the presence of mind to switch lines because there's a guy on the other line going, I'm on the line. I'm on the line. And I'm going, hello, Nuthouse. He goes, I'm on the line. Can you hear me? I'm on the line. I'm using this line. Mr. Nut's not here. Did you hear me? I said I'm on the line. Can you please Can you please switch lines? Mr. Nut's not, Mr. Nut's not here. He's upstairs eating a nut, nut butter sandwich. And, and, so I'm flipping out. And this guy is getting angrier and angrier. He goes, I'm on a call. Can you hear me? I'm on a call. I go, I would get you Mr. Nut if he was available, but he's really not available right now. And I'm reading right to this guy. And the guy has no idea what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Nut House. Yeah. Hello, Nut House. And I'm going on and on. And finally, he screams as loud as you can scream. I said, get the fuck off the fucking phone. The whole room heard this. Yeah. It went through the receiver. They're all hearing. <laughs> I'm just going, oh, my God. My career is over. This is it. Wow. That's all I could think of as my career. See, that's the, when you're not present and you're not in the now, especially in acting, that's all I was thinking of. Oh, my God. Mel Brooks is now looking at me going, get him the fuck out of here. He's also saying it. Get this guy out of my presence. Wow. And I, I said, and when I was finished, now the paper's wet. It's just like <laughs> flumped over. <laughs> this wet, smeared magic marker paper i'm still just pathetic and i go can i do it again <laughs> can i do it again what they say no oh. no they go that'll be enough so that'll be enough and by the way of that, what it was like that was the, your age what's that they don't have empathy of what that oh they want a pro they want a pro in there they don't At care if 25? you're 25 no they don't care if you're three years old you get in there and you deliver your yeah. lines you're supposed to be a professional i was not a professional Yet. I was not prepared to be a professional. I was all about the outsides. I got the new car. I got bought a house. I had a new girlfriend. And all that went bye-bye after the contract was up. And I never got called by NBC for years after that. Maybe even ever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't it be awesome if they were looking for the new up-and-coming middle-aged man? I mean, that's a great demographic. Has what, that, how about a baby boomer? Has that ever happened? It should, because you, think it's you know the, how many baby boomers are out there? I've never read anything in any newspaper, in anything, any variety or Hollywood reporter that said, we need the new old guy. That would be, <laughs> that's, that's why L.A. sucks. It does. Now, here's what I was trying to get at. I, not in a bragging way, I have wisdom now. Yeah. Uh -huh. Life wisdom that I've learned lessons like that. Like, I walked out of there, you feel entitled, and I'm right, and they're wrong, and they should have done this, they should have done that. You're blaming people and stuff like that. And that's the thing, the message that I want to get across to, like, somebody who's young. I was talking to my son about this earlier. I said, man, I just, I, you know, you're going to make your mistakes. I'm just, I'm in this position where what do I tell him? What do I, how do I let him have his failures and stuff like that and learn his own lessons? Like, I learned my lessons. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I learned them late, you know, and I keep learning them. And I, my biggest lesson that I can say to anyone is don't dive into things without full vetting, yeah. without fully, you know, seeing how it uh, organically vibrates with you, if you could say that, if you understand what that means. It's like, you know, we do this with sex. We do it with jobs. We do it with so many things that we just jump. You just jump right in, and then you just deal with the chaos that ensues because it's not made from a genuine position. You know, this is why I try to meditate in the morning, because it centers me 
in what flows and what's good and you know what what's going to work and it's using the wisdom it's using the critical thinking which i wanted to talk about also today in the political scope of things mm. right now this is where i come from politically people are so responsive not in a meditative way or not in a centered way when they talk about politics right i it, it's like they are fed something and they believe it and they wholeheartedly religions the same way wholeheartedly believe it without the critical thinking or without the pause that it takes. Okay? That was just a drop something. My son's <laughs> back here filming, trying to, trying to make my money back on this camera. I don't know what this will ever be used for, but get, get to work, Justin. Anyway, <laughs> so go cut a lawn. That's what I did. That's what I always want to tell them. Mm -hmm. The kids don't make money. I was like, go cut a lawn. I was cutting lawns when I was four. Go make my documentary and put me in an A-list yeah, yeah, film. Just Justin. do something. <laughs> I'm using my kid now. He'll be hotter than I will, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He's a teenager. He's got his whole life ahead of him. Me, they're going, ah, hey, he's had, he's, he's done. Bullshit. He's done. <laughs> By the way, Jake is leaving the room. I think he'll go get Tom Bergeron. I'm very excited to have Tom Bergeron yeah. on today. Did I yeah. tease that one? I didn't did. because well, I, Tom Bergeron, by the way, I'm not kidding. I'm saying this without him in the room, is one of the nicest people in show business you will ever meet. Most genuine Nice guy, and now people are tuning out with that thought right now. <laughs> people don't like, nice, don't like people. nice people. Yeah, you know what I mean. They want to hear that I have somebody coming in that has a sex tape. Right. <laughs> they don't want to hear about the genuine good people. And this guy is—I've known him for years, and he's such a good guy. I'm so honored that he he's said the host yes. Of Dancing with the stars. He said yes. I called him on Thursday, and he said yes. He wrote Dancing with the stars and um, America's funniest home America's videos. America's home, vid home videos. As a matter of fact. My eight-year-old was all excited. He almost came in, but I didn't know what for him to do. Like listening <laughs> to Daddy curse on the air. Yeah, you know, I didn't know what to do with him the whole time. Yeah, and he does. He can't give me any work, and so I brought Justin. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Tom Bergeron's coming in. But my frustration. Do you want to clear the space? Yeah, let's clear the space. Where's the sound effect, Joel? It's coming. There it is. Brought there we to go. you by Pyroclens. Brought to you. Yeah. <laughs> clear your colon and your mind. Detox exactly. your mind and your. Get your shift together. Ooh. We're all talking about getting your shift together. We got a shift, okay? Shift this is happens. what I want to happen. This is what I want to manifest out there in the world. I want you to take a pause. I just said that like Rush Limbaugh would say, <laughs> with my arms flying and everything. And he's one of the problems. That's how I see it. I yeah. see people like Rush Limbaugh who are appealing to your fears, not your consciousness. That's what they're doing. They are feeding into your fears. Please take a moment and think about that. Think about what he says. Don't just take it as the truth. He or anybody like that, what their entire plan is, and this, I, I, it's not a conspiracy. This is just the truth as I see it, is people like that. And on any news station, do you understand every single news station? I try to tell people this all the time. Stop posting on my Facebook <laughs> reposts based on somebody where you got information. The only information you're having is completely tainted because the news is 100% sponsored by corporations. Yeah. Corporations have run our country. Is that not true? Take a pause, step back, take a look. Who runs the country? Is it, is it, is it politicians? No, the politicians run it only because they are fed money by corporations. Therefore, everything that they're doing cannot be genuine or authentic or good for you. It's only going to be good for those few people. Take a pause and just listen to me. Don't call me a libertard. As soon as I start to... <laughs> Or a, a, a Democrat. I mean, all this name calling and stuff. Please just take a pause for yourself. That's all I'm saying is just do it for yourself. 
It's just take a look, take another little critical look at, at your life, okay? And just look at what you're fed. If you turn off what you're fed, then you have you. Then you have you and your own consciousness and your own pause and your own reflection and your own critical thinking. That's what you're left with. When you eliminate that, okay, I'm not sponsored. So this all comes from Craig Shoemaker. This all comes from me, what I've learned, what I've experienced. That's all. I have no agenda. So if I'm a libertard or whatever you want to call me, <laughs> what's, what, do you think the lib, what do you think my liberal agenda is? What am I trying to do? Convert you into what? Yeah. What am I converting you into? What kind of what kind of basis do I have? What kind of money am I going to make off of you being a, a fellow libertard? No, I'm a human being, and my whole thing is, let's all look at one another as human beings, as we're all on this planet together, instead of division. And that's everybody's so divided now. So if I go on to a, 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 a quote-unquote conservative, uh, I went on this one uh, uh, Facebook. I went on there, and I, I, was, I was really visibly upset mm. at what this woman posted. And this is a woman who's saying, I'm a Christian, I believe in truth. And she posts supposedly barack obama's mother did you see those like no, no. yeah uh, basically well oh, it's almost like pornographic yeah definitely. okay it was like her in the 60s and it's supposedly her i don't even know if it's her i don't even care right the fact that you are claiming to be this christian woman and doing what's right and what's truthful that's truthful for you that's not truthful for me or it has no bearing on who this president is and she's saying a slut like this basically is is the one who raised this guy and that's the way that's why he's a thug and all these other names that she's calling the guy is like whoa yeah. take a pause is all i'm asking and this does not make you and the conservative party look good and neither does the lack <laughs> of spelling by the way <laughs> for some reason certain people of a certain ilk can't spell like I saw another thing, it had Carter and Obama, and someone wrote "losers." L O O S E R S. Joel losers. and I both right? can't spell. Really? Right, pretty bad. Pretty okay. Bad. Well, or then they said. Spellers. Then if I said something to them, they go, "Oh, you're elite." E L L E E T. Elite. <laughs> you're one of the elite. So then that's the label they have to put on you. You're elite. So look, the bottom line is. Why can't we, why do we have to accept everything is it's all in? I'm all in with the Republicans. I'm all in with the Democrats. Yeah. Why are we all in? Why can't we just say, let's say I voted for Obama. And, and okay, now he's the president right now, okay? He's the elected president. Last so my whole, pers my whole perspective is, why would you not support him in at least support him in what he's trying to do? We supported George Bush when he went to war. I mean, we're all full, all, all in. You were a traitor if you even objected to the war. And yet we found out I had I was carefully examining that when I said this doesn't seem right. They were rushing over there. They weren't the ones that did 9-11 Iraq. You know, not, it didn't make any sense to me. But even me saying that it didn't make sense, people attacked me. Mm. They attacked me. Liberal. No, I'm just a human being having this human experience in this body. And then I take these moments in my life to just reflect. And that's what I would love if people did more of it, instead of trying to be right. We're all trying to be right. That guy in a damn carpool lane that was trying to be right today, <laughs> he's going slow and he's going, I am going the speed limit that I like to go to. Yeah. And then I was trying to be right going, right. you're a prick. Yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> I'm honking at him. My kids are looking at me like, what's wrong with you, you crazy father? But anyway, oh, yeah, here's yeah. the other thing I wanted to talk about. Now, there's the part of me that will laugh at myself. Are we doing any of that? Do you actually, does anybody out there admit or self-evaluate? Do they admit their wrongs? Do, do people do Not that? Not very often, no. Yeah, and I think that's an issue. I think that's a huge issue that we have. 
And I like to that, that's my clear the space today is I, I just want to clear the space on being righteous. Okay, if you're right wing, left wing, it doesn't matter. There's so much righteousness that there's no give. Yeah. And that is by the one thing I do, you know, look, I don't have a political agenda for Barack Obama, but I will tell you that I have noticed that guy, <laughs> Tom Bergeron, who I just said was a really nice guy, is literally, I haven't seen him off. in a year, and he gave me the finger. He flipped me off through the freaking thing. I, I just, I, oh, good. Can you get it on camera? Can you do it again? <laughs> she, did you, oh, Justin caught it. Great. Do you believe that? I'll be on later. <laughs> I just bragged about how nice you are. That's it. I'm taking it all back. He's a prick. Do you think people, though, might hear your rant on this and think that you're being righteous? Right. Right. But I will tell you that... I am not being righteous. I am just right. <laughs> no. <laughs> this that, is something, is I, this is something I like to not be right about. But this is also something that I examine in myself. Are we, I will, I'll admit all of my faults. I admit my faults this morning. Of this guy, you know, I'll bring it up and say he was wrong to go that speed limit, you know, in the... In the but I'm willing to go, you know what? I'm a jerk off. I didn't center myself this morning. I acted like a fool in front of my kids. I'm saying all these things as I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. So it's not trying to be right. What I'm saying is can we start to examine ourselves to take that pause and take that break from what you're fed and we are fed. I don't care if you want to admit it or not. You are fed interpretations of whatever religion you're in. That's why I believe in spirituality as opposed to religion because you're fed something and it's an interpretation. If you ever actually read the Bible, there's nothing that would say that you would do some of the things you're doing. This woman is, said she was a Christian and was posting pornographic stuff on there and saying these horrible things about our elected leader. He's not my leader. Yes, he is. Okay? She was saying awful things about this guy, and the guy has had no support. What does that say? That, to me, is treasonous. Just because you went along with the war, so that it has to come down to a war thing. Mm -hmm. So that's when you're patriotic. What about being patriotic about the obstruction that's going on right now? We're not going to get any better if that's what your agenda is. I just want to keep wealthy people in charge. And by the way, why are middle class people supporting the wealthy people all the time? Because you don't take a pause and think to yourself. That's my opinion. You're not thinking to yourself, wait a minute. They've got the strings on me. Yeah. They're completely in charge of what I see on television. There's no liberal media. That's absolutely false. That's something else we've accepted. There's no liberal media. How can you call it liberal media when it's completely sponsored by corporations like Monsanto and stuff like that? Who's going to go after these people? Only documentarians can because they're not sponsored. Otherwise, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Do you think, it, do you think that any of these news channels is going to do a piece about Monsanto and the toxins they're putting in anything? Do you think that could possibly happen? Yeah. No, Gordon, Gordon Lovett uh, was. I just read an article by him, and he's just an actor. But that's one of the things that like bothers me is people say just an actor. Yeah. But anyway, he was Another talking label. about the exact thing, and they were asking him about like news and stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, Fox News is not great, of course, but do you think anyone else is any better? It's all show business. It's yeah. all show business." And they're picking what you what they decide you should see, and the reason they do it is they try to pick the things that are going to appeal to you. That's why we only see. I talked about this before. We only see. Good-looking white girls are the only ones kidnapped. Really? Take a pause. You really think that that's the case? No. And then we follow Natalie Holloway. I know Natalie Holloway. How am I supposed to How do I know her? It's because I've been bombarded. I don't even watch the news, let alone the people that get into the Lacey Petersons and the Casey Anthonys and all that kind of stuff, because it's salacious. And that's how they program the news. It's not news anymore. So where are we going to get it from? Right here is where we're going to get it from. <laughs> Laugh it off. We're going to get it from the laugh it off. Yeah. We're not doing a lot of laughing it's off today, but that doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. We just flow with this show, okay? If I have frustrations, they're going to come out. I'm going to have some funny shit, too. <laughs> <laughs>
hopefully my story will uh, be a good reflective story. I've reflected back on that, on that story. So let's talk about righteousness, okay? By the way, do we have a check-in with? What? Yeah, we have a coming up after the break. We're going to have Donna, and she's going to check in from the Pure Cleanse Challenge. And we have a Pure Cleanse Challenge. Uh, Pure Cleanse is an amazing thing. By the way, I have I ran out. I've been on a trip for twelve days. Maybe that's why I'm frustrated. <laughs> been away from my family. Been away from you guys for twelve days, or maybe thirteen. And I went off Pure Cleanse, and guess what? You're backed up. Backed up. I gained. Didn't you notice? I gained ten pounds. That's why I'd have a thinning shirt. I just bought on the way here. <laughs> I'd buy. Somebody told me. I didn't know if it was vertical or horizontal, so I went with both. <laughs> they said you're supposed to be slimmed out, but I don't know if it's vertical or horizontal. So plaid when I was shopping, I'm going, give me plaid. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Uh, maybe the distraction of the T. So I'm wearing plaid right now. It looks now. like the new phone number isn't on the screen. Maybe we should I have it right it here. 323-622-8623. And then we'll Skype them. It also them. spells toad. You can, put a, you can put a mask over your face if you'd like, if you don't want to say anything, because I think we have to Skype you. Or, no, it's you can toad. call in on your cell phone and we won't see you. 323-622-8623. And that's, uh, that's how we – I want to talk about righteousness. I want to talk about just – I want to hear from your perspective about your religion or your political party. Why do you feel like you have to be all in? Why do you feel like you have to be right about what you're – what you're saying or why are you uh just recounting something that someone else gives you why are you posting on my facebook another i won't look at your links i'm going to tell you that right now i'm going to not going to look at the links there's no point in looking at the links because it's another person's perspective who has an agenda because they want a certain thing to be in charge i had a lot to say today. <laughs> i clear the space okay i understand that just trying to bring it back to the topic Tom Bergeron, the prick, is going to come in here <laughs> at the top of the hour. This guy, by the way, I didn't tell you this. He took one of my jobs. I was up for the host of Hollywood Squares. Really? Yep. He took it. Nailed he took it. it. I ended up on Hollywood Squares, which is really good. But uh, we'll talk about that when Tom Bergeron comes up at uh, 1 o'clock, right? That's right. So one. he's going to sit, on, he's gonna sit and, and just stew and wait for me uh, for half an hour. And we're going to take your calls, 323-622-8623. More with... Laugh it off with Craig Shoemaker coming right up. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20%. That's right. Funny. We're told to give you money if you 
Cake like Quartini or Grand Swishes like Jiminy Creek and Santa Claus. God can be so hilarious, ha ha. From my heartbreak, make the slots and the flaps upon my wing, and I use them to give me lift. Hip, hip for the lift, hip, hip for the drag. I want them all in my bag. Oh, give me anything, and I'll turn it into a gift. But don't let me ruin me. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. 
worth watching today with Tom Bergeron coming in is if you don't get enough of him on TV. So <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah. yeah. And his shows play all the time. That's what I mean. Like they rerun them all day long. America's Home Videos is on probably four or five different networks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I need some money. <laughs> Maybe I should kiss up to him. Try to get some cash. He can't hire you. <laughs> oh, to get some cash. You're what do you mean he can't hire me? He's the he's, he's got to retire someday. Hired. He's got to retire. Yeah, but it's not his call. You know, he lives to in hire Connecticut. You. Did you know that he lives in Connecticut? Yeah. He doesn't live out here in L.A. He just he sort of has a place here and a place there. He just told me he prefers Connecticut, though. So. That would mean maybe surprise, surprise. Maybe he's in a storm and he needs, you know, yeah. a guy to s- step in for him. Maybe you could host his reruns. Somehow. I could do that. You should probably. Hi, welcome to, to America's Home Videos. I'm reading shit that writers wrote for me that I think is really <laughs> unfunny, but I'm going to make it look like I'm enjoying it. Here's a dog chasing his tail. <laughs> Check out this. Does this guy get hit in the groin, in the shoulder, or in the head? Ah. Whoops, that's gonna hurt. Ow. <laughs> I love it. I have to say, he's so good at that, though. Yeah. He's the he best. He makes you believe I that know. these are the funniest home videos ever. Well, they actually, some are. It's, it's a great thing to watch with your kids. We'll get back to him. Yeah. Let's get on. We have to. We have a caller. Right? Hey, Donna. She's uh, Donna's here doing the Pure Cleanse Challenge with us. Do I do anything now? No. Do I no, press answer? Are you, are Donna, on? are you there? Hi, I'm laughing really hard right now. Oh, you are? <laughs> Good. Yeah. I hope it's... I, hope. Well, I was going to say I don't know who this Tom guy is, but I definitely know who Craig Schumacher is. I love that. Yeah. I've never met anyone on the planet that, doesn't, knows, that knows who Craig Schumacher is, but not Tom Bergeron. Are you serious? But actually, that's why I was laughing, because I actually do know who he is. Of course, of course you know who he is. So... He's my, um, he's on television probably more than anyone going yeah, right now, right? Yeah, I know who he is. He has two different b- big hit shows. Yeah, Dancing, Dancing with the Stars. Okay, well, we'll talk to him about that. Right now, it's about you, okay. Donna. So you're famous in our world because okay, you're taking awesome. the you're taking the Pure Cleanse Challenge. Now we haven't talked to you, so there's nothing set up about this. So I actually right. don't even know what the results will be. You might say it stinks, and then we lose our sponsor. But that no pressure <laughs> on you. Oh no no. Well. Um, actually, I want to clear the air or clear the space. Okay. No stinky stuff intended, but <laughs> um, I actually went off of it because we had no toilet. Um, we were moving, and uh, the construction workers said it would be a couple of days. Wait a minute. So we decided to not take take it for a few days, and uh, we ended up in the same boat you did, and I feel so connected to you because... You stopped taking it, and I'm kind of happy you gained weight, not in a mean way, but <laughs> here is what I say, gained weight makes me happy, deep down. So. Wait, wait a minute, thanks a pant load. I'm happy you gained weight, Craig. And you know what, I hope you're lethargic as well. I am. I love pure cleanse. Like, I love it. We are dying to get back on a good regimen because once you fall off of something, as you know, it's like we're, yeah. we have a toilet, but we just haven't totally gotten back on it, or we have, but we haven't been able to to measure anything so we've been taking it but we i think we're not putting as much in as we need to so and the bottom line is i want to erase this last week okay. of my life okay and start over and get another week and and check in with you because we have felt the negative changes for not taking pure well that, that they that's so part think, of that's part of the report and next time we get someone yeah. to take the challenge we're going to make sure they have a toilet the entire challenge <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anyone without a toilet for a few days. I had no idea. 
Where have you been going? We didn't to the either. We actually didn't plan on not having a toilet. So where did you go? People's houses? Um. Well, um, no. And I think um, I hope I can afford my uh, daughter's uh, therapy because she had to go outside in a thunderstorm. So um, she was. She has not been happy <laughs> with going to the bathroom outside. With but no, we just want to go outside, and then we went to the YMCA and to the restaurants, and it's been terrible. Did you just so, not have to poo um, the whole time? I swear. If she were my friend, I would hope she didn't come over. I had a friend. I have a friend named Mark. I swear to God. I think he goes, he visits people to go take a dump in their house. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. It's almost like a like marking territory. You always know where he's going. That's you terrible. won't see him in years. And then you see him, hey, hi. He walks in, hi. <laughs> and he goes, where's the toilet? I go, I, I can't please. To, and then you sit there for 10 minutes waiting for your guest to come back. And you know he's taking a good dump. I have to pull, clear out the reading stuff because I know he's going to read. So, so yeah. that's comfort to be able to poo in somebody else's house. I can never do it. I can't imagine. I imagine. Well, actually, I was backed up because psychologically I couldn't do it either. So, it, my body has been wreaking havoc, and so I'm just glad yours was too. And now I feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. The pure cleanse really does work. And uh, how do we yeah. get it, Sarah? How do we? How, does, how so do people get it? So you can go to miraclesofhealth. With, make sure you have a toilet if you commit to this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you go to miraclesofhealth.com. And uh, tell them that you're from Laugh It Off, and you'll get free shipping and handling on your first purchase. Miraclesofhealth.com. Look, we all want the miracle of health, don't we? And we're giving you, and uh, you know, look, we haven't made a dime from them. So I'm behind them because I believe in miracles of health. I really think that we should look to, I talked about this earlier in Clear the Space. And thank you for calling us, Donna. And thank yes, you for being honest. Thank you. All thank right, you we'll guys. And we'll talk to you in whenever she comes back Yes, we with do. a toilet. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going back on it, too. I just ordered it today. Yep. Now, I, I will tell you, I'm not just saying this because I, we haven't, right? They haven't paid us a dime. Not that I'm okay. aware of. No, yeah, I'm holding out on you. <laughs> I haven't gotten any. So, uh, <laughs> but I will tell you that, uh, no, we haven't made any money on it, but it's something I believe in. And that's what we want to do with this show is we want to talk about things that we believe in and share our experiences with people. And then why not pass that around because we're not corporately sponsored. We're not convincing you that we have the answer to your boners <laughs> or your no boners. Okay. Well, it's I, amazing I to me how it's an epidemic <laughs> in this country, how many boner pills that we need. I mean, it's amazing to me. And and, and anyway. Can I just tell you yes. just the news just in? Phyllis Diller passed away. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Breaking. Wow. Like just, just. Breaking news. You're going to bring wow. me down on that one. That's a bummer. Huge bummer. Oh, yeah. It freaked me out a little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm affected by that one. Sometimes I'm not. Like Ron Palillo, he died this weekend. You know, you go, oh, okay, Horshack. Did you have any run-ins with her? Yeah, that's what I mean. Run-in? Like it's not I like did... I beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> in a dark Phyllis. alley with Phyllis Diller. Yeah, I'm going to run-in with you. What's up, Diller? What? I'll show you, Fang. <laughs> did you meet her? Yeah, a few times. Really, like, top, top person in the business. Like, mm-hmm. really yeah. professional, smart, unbelievable comic. And there, by the way, is another example of how age She's been, she hasn't been, quote unquote, I hate that word, relevant. I can't stand that mm. word. She hasn't done anything in years and years. And yet she's up until the day today that she died, she was always telling jokes. Another, uh, Joan Rivers is the same way. Mm-hmm. They're really smart and just they have such uh, acumen when it comes to writing a joke and how to deliver a joke. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, there's a lot of the veterans, by the way, that took me, I don't want to say under the wing, but she was one of them that, yeah. that would just so complimentary and sort of give you advice here and there. And, Ah, uh, that's a sad one, Sarah. Thanks for taking me down. Uh, can you do an impersonation of her? I bet you can. <sighs> no. 
<laughs> I was going to, but uh, no, I, 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 no, that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, she was, and like, listen, comics live long lives, and we're doing that part. That's part of our documentary. Yeah. This is why we have Laugh It Off, by the way, uh, just to give you another example. Phil's door did pass away, but I believe she was at least 90. 95. Is that 95? Seriously? Wow. It's a good run. Okay. Laughter's so, good for your health. That's what I'm saying is laughter, even being around it. The comics live, let's give the list. There's Jack Benny, uh, George Burns lived to 100. Uh, I think uh, Bob Hope lived to around 100. Red Button's around 100. Uh, there's a long list. Yeah. Unless you get into the drugs, then you got the young, you know, die young, like the Belushi's and the Sam Kinnison's and stuff like that. If you don't have that going, then look how long comedians live. And this yeah. is why laughter is so good for you, as we're talking about in the documentary. And she's one less person who'll be in the documentary. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I wanted her in the documentary because we could show how long they live. Mel Brooks is still alive. Carl Reiner, I think, is in his 90s. He's still alive. These are people that know the value of laughter. Can you know it? Can you take a pause in your life and just think about where you can find more laughter in your life? This is what we're trying to supply, by the way, for free. So go buy some pure <laughs> cleanse, for God's sake, so I can make a dollar. Yay. We're giving you free here. We're giving you free. Somebody's calling? Uh, I guess so. Do it. Do, do click, I, click on it? Or you need your mouse. I need a mouse? Oh, it's not a touch screen. Everybody looked at me. Libertard, I just tried to touch the screen. Tard. Everybody, I try, Everyone looked at me like, you are an idiot. You're about to touch the screen to answer that phone call. Hello, who's this? Hey, Craig, it's Shane in Nebraska. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. I was just calling in uh, on your little earlier rant, and, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm a, re I'm a recovered conservatard. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're not. Then you're not because you just used a mean name. <laughs> it's conservatard. But he's so, recovered. He's not conservative anymore. No, but 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 the, the thing is, I'm saying both sides need to stop with the tard this oh. and the tard that and calling each other names or even labeling one another. I have a hard time. I look. I am tempted because you, you have to sort of like put people in general categories. But now you used to be used to be that way where you would. Uh, and by the way, I want to say that I am too. Okay. Now, have you taken your position in life, your basic position, into one of uh, what area are you into now? What, what do you, what, what's your thought process on life and politics and so forth and religion? Well, life and politics and religion, you know, that's, that's an outside issue, and I don't really have an opinion on it. <laughs> you know, if I stay centered in my circle and don't worry about everything that's going on around it, Yeah. Um, you know, I stay, just like you said, you, you stay in the moment. Um, I had a really wise old guy tell me one time, if, you, if you're looking at tomorrow and you're focused on yesterday, you're crapping all over today. Yeah. So that's... talk about clearing the space. Yeah. Speaking so, about uh, crap. We just got sidetracked. A little sidetrack. I was with you the whole way, but everyone in the studio was not. My teen son literally... Knock <laughs> stuff over where it looked. We thought it was an earthquake for a moment. <laughs> My son who's spending the day at work with dad is now. I'm stuff. I wish we had it. Maybe it was on camera. It just came. It, it actually like is. It came toppling. Head. It hit you in the head. It hit me. I'm, we're talking about some serious topics here. And now we have the, the world is crumbling. Just don't Justin, lean on I that. Justin, I don't want to have a pillow fight with you right now. Jeez. <laughs> luckily, it was, luckily, it was styrofoam. Or not. It, it was the foam stuff that they use. The soundproofing. You can put it back up, Just. Okay. All right, Shane. Shane, all right, back to you. Back to in the moment. I love that perspective that you have. And you're right. It is our circle. Now, here's the thing that people don't understand. I think when we do live in that circle, it's not a bubble. Mm -hmm. 
because we extend ourselves out, but, but we don't try to change people or control people. We just offer our experiences and say what it did exactly. for us. And if, if magnetically, if people are drawn to that, they're going to ask you more. They're going to say, hey, how'd you get there? I want to have that kind of soul freedom. Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, you're, that's exactly spot on. And, and then you can make your, cho you make your political choices, your religious choices based on that, based on a place of freedom as opposed to based on what you were dictated to be. Was there a moment right. when you switched from one side to the other? Ah! Oh, my God, Justin! <laughs> I'm sorry, Shane. He did it again. He did it again. The whole thing came... It was like towering inferno of foam just came down on Sarah. I'm really sorry about that. Look, uh, maybe just stop putting it back up. Yeah, yeah, just leave it. It's not going to say. It's not going to say. Justin, it's not going to affect the sound in the room, okay, if it's on the floor, as opposed to top down on Sarah every five minutes. Okay, so that's over now, but, Shane. So, was there a moment when you switched from one side to the other? You know, I don't think that there was. I don't think there was a moment I switched from one side to the other because I have, I have strong views from both sides. Mm -hmm. So it's more. You know, I'm definitely a lot more centered. So um, I. You know, I was in Washington, D.C. this last spring for about the sixth or seventh time, and it was, uh, without a doubt, the most partisan split bickering that I've ever seen in all the yeah. time that I've, you know, that I've been out there. You, it, it just almost made me sick. It, it, it made me sick, too. I did the same thing. I, a year ago, I went to a uh, protest. Okay, I went to a protest, and I... I went up to uh, a number of uh, Tea Party people, okay? And I, look, I'm willing to listen and hear whatever perspective you have. But what I said to them, I, I, um, I, said, I said to, I, w I think I went up to about 40 people and I just, and I'm with a camera and I said, look, <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to be on your side. That's what I said. I want to be on your side. But I can understand why someone would say you have racial motivation here. Mm -hmm. Because I said, I have one question, and then we go, no, I'm not racist. You know, the, the screaming, I'm not racist. I have a colored friend. <laughs> you know, but, uh, kidding. But what I would get with every single person, what I said to them is, again, this is about the reflection and about the, the taking that moment of saying what's organic, what's real, and what has been fed. So you've been fed. They, uh, basically, they have a mantra that they go by, government this and government that, which, by the way, you'll find a million hypocrisies in that. It's okay for this guy today, this congressman, to talk about you know women's rights with uh, abortion and so forth. Then the government should be involved, but not with other things. You know, so it doesn't make any sense. Right. You can find hypocrisies, and again, that's what my consciousness tells me to do. Is it says, eh, what doesn't feel right here? So what doesn't resonate with me? I go up to the people and I'd say, if you protested George Bush's administration when we were headed for this terrible spot we're all in, okay, let's admit that right away, okay. If you were protesting, I would believe everything that you're saying right now, as a, you know, because this was, you know, literally months after Obama took office, people were after him, right? Mm. Months, uh -huh. maybe even a week after. It's like, we're going to go after this guy and we're going to make sure he never gets elected again. That became the raison d'etre for the, uh, that political party. So I said, if you indeed protested. And said, get government out of, you know, they gave all that money to Halliburton and so forth. We went to war. You know, obviously, it's all proven now. Were you ever protesting? And I said, then I have respect for you. Not one out of those 40 people, not one ever protested George Bush's administration. And they talked their way out of it. They go, no, 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 Obama, this, Obama, da, 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 all the stuff they've been fed. <laughs> 
but not one of them was able to say, you know what? No, I'm true to myself, to thine own self be true. I'm true to myself, and I protested when George Bush did these several things that were disingenuous at best, Mm -hmm. okay? And the reason that we are in this very difficult position financially that we are, we're in debt, okay? And he had a lot to do with it, but they didn't know there was no such thing as a tea party then. Suddenly, when the black man said, that's my suspicion, I'm not saying it's true, when he gets to be president, look what happened. There's all of a sudden the protesters. Do you have any feelings like that, Shane? Uh, You know, yeah, I do. It's... It's you have the the one extreme that just doesn't matter what they do. Mm-hmm. The current administration is the same, and and we've seen some of that when Bush was in office. You have the extreme to the other side. It didn't matter what they did. Um, you know, nobody was willing to move towards that person and make some compromise. I don't know, you know if that's necessarily it, true. I'm going to debate you on that. And I'm going to tell you why. When he came out with the war. Uh, you know, we, we rushed to war. We rushed to judgment mm-hmm. on this, okay? There are very, very few people that protested that. Very well, few people. Because we had been through a really traumatic situation. Okay, like, it doesn't matter know, the because, it? but they basically didn't, right? They did, did anyone? Did, I know Dennis Kucinich did because this is yeah. a man of, of principle. And I followed this guy's career because he is the one guy in politics. He's now out. Right. Uh, that really stuck by his guns and said, or his lack of guns, because that's, that, that's what he well, believes well. in. So whether you whether you like the guy or not, if somebody sticks with their beliefs and they have organic beliefs and not something that they've been fed, I have respect for that. But I don't think I think it's much more the case now with this division as when George Bush was there. He basically got his way with almost everything, right? Can, can you think um, of anything that he didn't get his way with? Yeah, you, you bring up valid points. You know, and going back to the whole when we went to war, you know, it was we were all spoon fed that yeah. this is why we're going. And we were spoon-fed it with a slingshot. <laughs> you know? And now after people had time, you know, like you said, to, to vet it and look at it, yeah. maybe we didn't have all the information there. Right. And I think that there's a lot of people now coming back. Um, you know, I just read Colin Powell's new book, and it, he talks about that in there, is that he maybe was a little bit misled. You know, and he feels horrible about it, and that's yeah. the one thing that's always going to blemish his career. And, that, and um, by the way, that's another thing that uh, I love, that there's a man of conviction who admits his wrongs. Right. Yeah. And that's yep. what I was trying to say. That was the whole clear of the space about today is being right. We're yep. right to a fault, and we're right to the death. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a big problem. I have that I have that issue with individuals. It doesn't matter what party they're in, you know? Where do you get inf- like just unbiased information? Like, where can you get something that doesn't lean left, doesn't great, lean right? Great just, point. That's what I want to know. Question. If anybody has that, post it on our Facebook page, because I'd love to just know the facts without somebody's opinion attached. But what to are it. facts? That's the difficulty. Right. That, that is the difficulty. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my answer to that is I get a general overview, and thank you for calling very uh, so yep. much, Shane. I really do appreciate it. Yep, thank you. I'm going to listen to Tom and see if there's any wardrobe malfunctions on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's oh. what you want to know. That's wardrobe what you want to know? All right, we're writing down the questions you want to ask Tom Bergeron. You want for to the know guys or the girls? Wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions. I want to know how many nipples he spotted. Anyway, so <laughs> thank you, Shane. I don't know how to Thanks, hang Greg. up. Thanks, um, I'll mute him. But here's, here's what I do a general, first of all, documentaries, Okay. You have to remember where they're coming from, okay? Maybe they might be slanted. But Michael Moore's are slanted. I agree with him, but they're slanted. Okay, but what are they slanted for? What's his agenda? What do you think his agenda is in slanting? Right, it's the opposite You have to always side. look at that, right? 
Yeah, it's the opposite side of the right, but it's the extreme version. Like it's like to wake people up, and you you know. And I what's his agenda? It depends on which one. What's behind what he's doing? It. Now, I, I would believe that people would uh, try to discredit him, and I think that happens every time as they talk about the exaggerations, they'll pick out the exaggerations. Instead of the general overview of what this guy is doing, in my opinion, is he's providing a service for people that is not out there in the mainstream, it's not in the media, and that's what he's doing. So like him or not, think he's a fat pig, that's what people they, they put, try to put him in that category, look at him, he's doing a thing about health. Look, look at the general sense of what he's trying to get across, is he's trying to help people Change the narrative a little bit. We already have the other narrative. It's already there. It's there every moment of every day. So where are we going to get the alternative knowledge is, first of all, our own consciousness is just think. It's just critically think about what someone's agenda, why they're if they're promoting fear, if that's how they're trying to get you and lure you in, then I suspect them. They use the word propaganda mm -hmm. with Russia all those years. We have propaganda 24-7 no matter what party it is. That's what they do. So you have the to, American dream. You have to sift through, sift through and see what resonates properly with you and see what sits well with you. So it's just a, a general overview. And you can get all the news. You can get little sparks here and there. But and that's what I do is I just get the general. I just found out Phyllis Diller died or, or I just found out this other guy says there's legitimate rape. You know, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, man, I wish yeah. we could talk. Maybe Tom wants to talk about Maybe it. Maybe Tom will talk about legitimate rape. I know he's he's been... Oh my God. Oh, okay. I don't know how that sentence was going to end. It, end well. it wasn't ending well. I stopped it. I yeah. make amends right in the middle of that. You admit where I was, when you're wrong. Where I admit I was wrong and where I was going with it. I was looking for a convenient segue. I heard the music. I'm just being honest. You I heard the music. Some, uh, I knew we have to have an out. Right and I brought up rape at the same time as we have Tom Berger. Yeah. <laughs> You can, can hear it. We're just kidding, Tom. Tom. <laughs> it was a joke. It wasn't a funny joke, but it was a. Tom, we'll, we'll, you, you can play it later, the archives, and find out what we said about you, Tom. But uh, Tom Bergeron is coming on. You know who he is, Dancing with the Stars. He actually has a book that... Uh, that uh, I gotta go, I'm sorry. What about, no, now you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk about your book, Tom. Did you bring a copy for me? That was four years ago. That was it really? Yeah. Was it four years ago? You can get it. It's now mostly pulp. I want the I want the paperback uh, yeah. from 99 cent store. Yeah, you can get it on eBay. Tom Bergeron. You recognize that voice. You hear it 24-7. I have a freaking restraining order on my television against them. It's Tom Bergeron. It's coming right up after uh, these sponsors. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again. Go to Stamps.com, and before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's Stamps.com. Saturday night, August 25th. It's the hottest party to hit the West Valley since, well, ever. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. You're doing shows out in the garage? This is classy. <laughs> See Heidi, Frank, Smees, and their cast of characters doing their live stage show. You know I mean? There's nothing like watching water run down this body. <laughs> Plus, the Tasty Thieves will rock the house. Heidi and Frank, After Hours, live at the Canyon Club. Saturday night, August 25th. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster or Canyon Club. A fun butter, a fun butter, a fun butter, them. He's a hot knife, he makes my heart a cinema skull. We show him the dancing bird of paradise. A fun butter, a fun butter. If I'm better than he's a hot knife, he makes my heart a cinema skull speak. 
like the Genesis rhythm. I get thirsty whenever I'm with them. Thumb butter, thumb butter, thumb butter, then he's a hot knife. He makes my heart a cinema skoski showing the dancing bird of paradise. It is strongly addictive. That's right. There are going to be 12-step programs based on this show. <laughs> based on this network. That's exactly right. Tom Bergeron is our special guest. Welcome back to Laugh It Off. Yay. Tom, <laughs> we have a, Tom yeah, wait, that did you hear it. that thrill? That's all you could muster. Did you hear that yay. thrill? Yay. Yay. That was... <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to intervention. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Geez, Sarah, could you... Uh, no, it's my voice. Pe- it always sounds a little disaffected, but it's not really <laughs> it's just, the way I feel inside. Like, well, how do you feel inside? Let, let, let your inside speak now. Let me hear... We have Tom Bergeron on. <laughs> now she's a mime. Her, her inside's a mute. But yeah. P.S., we heard that you used to be a mime. I did. What? I did. I was a mime, yeah. I wasn't going to open up with that, but that's something to really open well, up with. This, this is since you have cameras. Yeah, since, we do. Uh, all right. Now, Are you I'll actually going to? I'm going to play right to this, this one here. This, this is my main man. This is the oh, illusionary oh. wall. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, my God. I'm trapped. That's how we used to say it in Boston. Did you? Ah, <laughs> did you? Oh, did, did you used to have uh, the makeup? Mime that could talk? They yeah. all have that white makeup. I, I did. Like, that's early the look on, that I you did need. That. Yeah. Why, now, did, why doesn't anybody ever do like a fuchsia or something? It's always got to be the white makeup. Well, it's it's just uh, tradition. Is it? it, it yeah, so and, you have to and, stay with and tradition. You yeah. want to and going into blackface is frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty check much out this is a jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. look at this. I'm making a jail. <laughs> wow. That'd be terrible. I said text. fuchsia. I didn't say black. And then you said <laughs> jail. The, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was playing it what like you, you would play. A racist would play it. Don't you understand? It's called irony. It's <laughs> called... <laughs> Biden's listening, going, this is how I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're in chains. All right. So I wasn't going to open up with that, but I'm fascinated about that. You, would you look that up? Did you look that up, Sarah, in your research? It's I actually in, I've known it, Tom for many years. I never knew he was a mind. It's in my book that you I've never read. <laughs> I had you in to promote the book, and then you walk in. And, well, let's be it's, honest. It's we have a thing called Clear the Space. It's all about being honest. Ago. It's like, who cares? I care. I, I care. Know. I want to. Can we get it at the dollar store? <laughs> oh, oh, it, it, you can get it for less than that now. <laughs> really? Oh, I think. I think it's. Yeah. You What's can the get book? The audio book. You can get. Uh, the Do you get any more bag? money for it? If I went out and bought it, would you get a dime? Maybe. Really? Maybe, okay. Yeah. So what's the book called? It's called it, I'm Hosting as Fast as I Can. Okay. And the general premise of the book is we it, all know you're a host. It, yes. It's sort of uh, it's anecdotal stories. of About the hosting about jobs? Hosting and life as a broadcaster. And, did, and you ever, did you ever explore in the book, is there a chapter about our time that we had on Howard uh, Stern? Did you mention that? The Hollywood Weird <laughs> Squares? Oh, what I do you did, mean, oh, Craig? I, it really was a famous episode. It was. and, and it, it Am was, I right, Tom? It was really good. Craig, it was Craig really good was for you. Guy. It wasn't good for me. He was the normal guy in the squares. <laughs> it was the low light of my career. Oh, my God. And Howard was so proud of how he pulled I know. that off. Remember he brought us in the room and yeah. says, look at these monitors. He had us yeah. all set up yeah. like Hollywood Squares. You know, I, I flew in there, right? And I thought he was going to have me on as a regular guest. I had oh, questions. Oh, set. I was geez. on a red eye. I was exhausted. I go in and go, you're not going to be in with Howard. I go, what are you talking about? Tom Bergeron will be in, the guy who took your hosting job at Hollywood Squares. He will be in there. Oh, <laughs> I was up for that show, you it. prick. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> this is really taking an ugly turn. <laughs> I'm going back in my mind box. <laughs> Yay. So uh, so anyway, so I go yeah. there, and, and they said, you're going to be upstairs. So I go up, and it says, now, I'm on the regular Hollywood Squares. Remember, I did like a That's whole bunch right, of episodes, of right? Yeah. So, um, so they go, oh, you're going to be, and then they have me, and they had masking tape with a camera, individual camera in front of all of us. It would say, Craig Shoemaker, right? Now, the week before, I'm with Antonio Banderas is next to me. Now it says, retard Gary, mm-hmm. a crackhead Bob, <laughs> right. and an angry black guy. Yeah. 
And they had the KKK the, the, the guy. The Klan guy was there, too. Next to the angry black guy. Yeah. So the, and I'm the only quote-unquote normal one. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, well, what am I doing here? And Tom was actually played the game. You were against, not the host. I wasn't the host. Howard hosted it, and, and I played against Slow Adam. <laughs> oh, wow. And this didn't go in your book? I lost. It was <laughs> You yeah. did, too. I don't think I, I – I don't remember if I put that in. I, I put in the whole Three Stooges thing with, with Stern. But oh, 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 you did some Stern stuff? Yeah. I, I, I was next to the guy. First of all, he was coughing up uh, – hocking up a loogie. He yeah. kept coughing, yeah. and I tried to give him the answers. That's how bad it was. He couldn't read. I would like – Well, he had a Klan mask on. Oh, no, not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to read through a sheet. <laughs> Oh, and then the guy, the Klan guy, I did a Barney Fife impression. Oh, God. And the guy's acting like I'm his buddy now. He goes, yeah. there weren't no <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. N-words on Mayberry. Yeah. And I'm going, don't use me there for your... <laughs> we're not buddies. This isn't a bromance, yeah, we're, we're not... <laughs> sheep boy. <Yeah. laughs> so I'm trying to give the answers to this guy whose his name, I think, was Retard Gary, right? Yeah, G Gary, the re Gary the Retard. Oh, Gary the Retard. Yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you got it straight. Yeah. And I'm Billing. And I would, so I would send the answer over like this. I put it in front of his face. He go, I can't read. Oh, <laughs> I go, yeah, this God. is great. Yeah, yeah. And this is who I was next to. So they so, were they weren't actors. They were like a little like a legitimate oh, that's plan part guy. Of, yeah, and part of yeah. the the sort of the the they had a, yeah, they had a small person. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, oh, oh, that was Beetlejuice. Yeah, was it him or uh, uh, they had a whole the angry dwarf? <laughs> that, that's what they called him, the angry dwarf. I think. I feel bad even saying yeah, these things. And hey, this guy is Howard Stern's the I biggest know. guy in all of media. And he's he's made these well, guys look, into stars, and and a lot of them come to America's Got Talent now because he'll you know he gives tickets away on the show, and so oh, they, yeah, really, yeah. Now how are you not hosting that show for God's sake? Were you approached wrong, for that? Wrong network. Oh, you have to be with it. Oh, wrong you network, get ABC. Yeah. Once you're in with ABC, I'm then in. you're I'm like in. family. Yeah, it's so, like Tom, come over here. <laughs> uh, you're with ABC now. <laughs> we want you to stay with us. It is family. <laughs> I w I'm real curious, and I'm sure a lot of people are curious. We had questions, but you have to bring up those questions that were on Facebook. Can you get those, Jake? We Yay. have some interesting questions that people had for you. Oh, really? Yay. <laughs> Tom Bergeron's on. Yay. <laughs> so, Yay. yeah, I want to get some of the questions. But uh, what is the inside word on, on how much do they control you? I mean, do they really do they pull you in a room and go, you can't say certain no. things out in uh -uh. public? No. Have they ever had to? Because no. you're one who doesn't usually do that. But if you did, they would pull you in the room? If you went out and said something politically oh, no, if, challenging, there have been there there were there have been a couple times um, where, and I, I wish I could remember the specifics because I honestly would tell you if I, where I've I've said something uh, about an element of the show or something, and 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 they've said, gee, I wish you, you know, that, why did you say that or, or oh really? And, and I would explain myself and and uh, but it was yeah, you hired a funny guy. That's and, the problem when they hire and funny. I'm not well. Thank you. And but also, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, if you ask me a question and I uh, and, right. and I, it, it, I'm not divulging a confidence, right? I'm sharing an opinion. Then and it's an experience right, too. It's yeah. just like what you're experiencing, yeah. and, and it, it goes through your function machine, and it comes out in your way, in your unique funny way. These right. these are TV shows. One of which is you know a celebrity ballroom competition. The other is a video montage of people getting hit in the junk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how how profoundly do we need to deal with these things in terms of getting all worked up about this? Right. I would have to say maybe two or three times in seven years. They pulled someone, you in. Someone had said, "Gee." 
Did you have to say that? Or it's been you... seven years for America's Home Videos. No, it's been no, way no, longer. It's been for longer that. for that. For the dancing show, it's been seven years. Does Bob so. Saget ever pop back and go? I, I want my him, job. No, I got him back. You for did for the twentieth anniversary because nice. I've become friendly with Bob over the years, yeah, he's and a great we're guy. obviously very different in terms of how we approach it and, and all yeah. that. But I wanted to get him back for the. T I said to him, I went to. Uh, a scleroderma foundation fundraiser. That's his. his that's his cause because yeah. of his sister. Yeah. And uh, and I thought I'm gonna. I, I've been asking him to come back and do just one show with me, and he, he doesn't want to do it. So I'm gonna. He, he doesn't I'm want gonna, to. Well, he did ultimately, but yeah. So I was the high bidder on one like a Bali vacation or something. I paid oh. like over ten grand for this thing. I thought that's gonna do it, <laughs> <laughs> and so, it didn't. It, it still thought, didn't son work. Of a bitch. <laughs> no, and, uh, so then he, I want my vacation. I don't he, want to go to Bali. Yeah, I just watched you on the show. So then finally he did a, a a show called Surviving Suburbia that was on for a season. On I remember ABC, that. Yeah. And the network wanted me to do a promo with him, mm -hmm. and I said, "Yeah, I'd be happy to," but. Now we're into quid pro quo territory. So I said to Bob, and we had a great time shooting the, the promo, but I said, now you got to do it. Really? Yeah. And he said, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. It, and it was fun. And, and basically. It's like a day of your it life. It was a day, you know, and it was a lot of. paid him well. And, well, and we. You drop the, you stop using the F-bomb for one day. Yeah, right. And He's a, like the dirtiest comic is, ever. I know. And that's, I know. that's what the funny thing is. He comes from Full House. Right. And America's Home Videos. The yeah. two cleanest shows right. maybe in the history of television. Yeah, yeah. And with Disney, the mm -hmm. parent company is mm -hmm. Disney, and he goes out on the road and talks about, you know, butt fucking. Oh, and <laughs> the aristocrats. Yeah. And oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But uh, he was, and I basically was his audience for that show because and we made it, you know, sort of a summit with Saget was the way they titled it. And, and, and he breaks me up anyway. Yeah, so yeah. I, I basically was his audience and I, I got to the clips. I said, I'll take care of tossing to the clips. You just. You just fun. do your thing, right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, so I missed that episode. I don't know how. You, I think it's on Netflix. I think really, you can get it, yeah. My nice. son is addicted to that show. Yeah. Not this son, the eight-year-old. Yeah. I told him I was. Uh, you were coming in today. You yeah. Know, he almost came to work with me. It's amazing the durability of that show. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the age of YouTube and such, where where you can see videos anywhere, uh, and that it's still we we start taping the twenty-third season on Saturday. <sighs> Man, yeah, yeah. You, can watch, you can watch my hair go from brown <laughs> to salt and pepper to more salt. <laughs> do you pepper it up though? Don't you no, pepper I it up when the season no, starts? I don't do it. No, 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 you don't bother. No, just screw it. It's just too much work. <laughs> right, yeah, you know. So, so you, uh, you've been doing all these. We're here with Tom Bergeron, if you haven't guessed, by the way. Yay. If you don't recognize that voice, <laughs> yay. Who started off on? I don't think you realize that I know this. You started off on Fox. On Fox and Friends, didn't you do that? No, show? not Fox and Friends. You no. didn't do or mm -hmm. something. No, it was a precursor, a to cable that. show on FX. Oh, uh, on FX. I was the first face on FX back in June first, ninety four. Yeah, and I hosted a show called Breakfast Time. That's what it was, Breakfast which, Time. Yeah, to this day is still my favorite experience. Wow, on TV. Just yeah. wonderful. That was another great, job I was up for. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and just a great group of people. Uh, yeah. Uh, people uh, like uh, um, Jeff Probst came out of FX uh, and uh, and Phil Kogan, who's off doing Amazing Race now. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I worked with Lori Hibbard, was my co-host, and she ended up marrying Michael Gelman of uh, Regis. Of Regis, Kelly. yeah. So it's just a really wonderful – and uh, Al Rosenberg uh, did a puppet character, and he was a writer-performer for Stern and for mm -hmm. Don Imus for years, and uh, just a crazy fun When you go show. in on some of these things – now, I, you know, I go in for hosting stuff, and uh, you end up getting it in probes. That's another one. I went in for Survivor. <laughs> I went in for – 
This isn't I, a radio show. It's therapy for crying. I, 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 yeah, I, go, I, go, I go in on some of these. The question I want to ask you is, I go in on some of these things. Yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding. I went in for Survivor. Yeah. And I was hosting a show on VH1 at the time, and I said, okay, this is a piece of crap. And I, 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 do you ever go in and think this will never make it? This has no legs whatsoever? I, the, the show ends up to be a hit? Or not so much that, because I've long since realized that there's no way to know. There is no way to what, know. What format people are going to, I mean, a celebrity ballroom show or, yeah. or you know, uh, who, who to thunk it? I thought at best a summer show. Right, and it was a summer show. Uh, yeah, right? for six weeks, and then it's been you know just incredible. So, I, I have no and other shows that I'll see like Friends participate in, or just episodic mm -hmm. stuff that I take to that I watch every week, and I think, oh, I love this, and of course it's canceled within. 13 Can you take weeks. us back to the time where you got the call and you go into your, uh, the audition for the ballroom show? Actually, I didn't have to. For that one, they just gave it to they you. They gave it to me. Wow! Yeah, by then I, guess I was. When you get to be a certain, I was part of the family <laughs> at that point. So you're the go-to ABC guy. Um, well, they I know what know, they get to, when they get to, with you. To say, well, yes, I think you know I have I have good working relationship with wow. uh, with them all now, and, and right. uh, some of whom uh, I've I go back to FX with uh, Ann Sweeney, who's the head of the Disney ABC Television Group. She was the head of FX back in '94, and so we've been friends for all these years. So, so it's like if you if you if you're standing long enough and you're doing it long mm -hmm. enough, you you establish relationships, and hopefully they they're good ones. And and you never know, the person who interned for you back ten right. years ago can be that? running a network now. How about so that? Yeah, it's, uh, it happens all. It's the why time. I throw party every season. I throw a party for the staff, cast, and crew at dancing, and it's no plus ones. It's just them and. And they oh, think yeah. it's all really nice of me to do that, but I'm really, <laughs> I know some of those kids are going to be running, running things yeah, in the yeah. future. And when yeah. you're in your walker and you That's need a right. job. Hey, I can still throw to a commercial, <laughs> I think. Wait, let, well, I got to pee again. Remember those, free, remember those free hors d'oeuvres yeah. I gave you? How Where much you, of your script is ad-libbed? I mean, I mean, do you On the dancing show, yeah. a lot of it is. Is it? Uh, because I'm reacting in the moment. Uh, videos, less so. Videos is more. I mean, tonally, the, the video show is pretty much the same, apart from the difference in how Bob and I would do it. But the, yeah. the clip, the, the type of humor, which is more sort of silly, punny, right, mm -hmm. for family type stuff, uh, is is pretty much all scripted and and i'll add my own two cents here or there but they've they've they know what they're doing well with clip shows it's not as in the moment no, as, it's as not. something it's, that's happening when you you have somebody pass out right and yes exactly. Osmond, exactly there's nothing yeah. on a cue card for that right. one yeah well how about that head injury <laughs> <laughs> hey that's quite a concussion <laughs> Now, when that happened, what was your response? I mean, it was she very, just went down. She right? just went down, and it was there was a second uh, of disbelief. I thought it was a bit for a second. I thought she was riffing on how long Len was just carrying on. <laughs> but then I looked at her, and I said, and I've I've often said I, I I looked down at her face, and I hadn't even seen an Osmond be that white. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and knew quickly that she was, you know, she was really in trouble or, or really legitimately passed out. So then it was actually. Did, it, did, she, did her head hit the floor? Um, like? She, uh, yeah, yeah. It was the last thing to hit. She crumbled at the knees. She just you crumbled. can see that on, on YouTube. Yeah. And you can see me just kind of look to her <laughs> as if like, what the hell? Is that the oddest thing that's ever happened, or? Well, yeah, it was. In 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 all truth, it was easier to deal with than you'd think, because unlike real life, if something terrible happens, you're on live TV. You can throw to a commercial, 
And that was live TV. And that was live TV. And so that's what I did. I knew we needed to get like the paramedics in and find out what was going on. So I just basically said, you know, we're, we're, we're going to check this we'll out. Be we'll right be right back. back. Really? And, and then what happened when you came back? Well, so what, what happened, was there immediate panic? Yes. As soon as there it, was now a, it's a commercial and now the people are flying all over the place. And it was a much longer break because they were thrown in promos and everything because we, the paramedics were there and she regained consciousness within about 35 seconds and she locked eyes with me and she gave me unwittingly but she gave me the line that I would use to welcome the viewers back and and assuage their concerns she looked up at me and she went oh crap (laughs) as the full realization of what had happened so when we came back from this long break and I knew we were in a wide shot and I thought okay and and this I wrote about actually if you ever read the <laughs> I'll get you a copy. I got I got I, boxes full of them it at in the, the right garage price right yeah, now. Okay, you get it for free. Uh, and so I knew I'd I'd be in a wide shot. And visually, how I looked in that wide shot would inform what, mm-hmm. what I was about to say. So I made sure I was just looking very casual and chatting with audience members, and so that you'd see, okay, well, she's not dead, or because if she is, he seems not to care much. <laughs> um, so then, when it came to me, I said, you, you, "Just so you know, Marie is backstage, and and she's uh, doing better." And they took oh, that's shot. what you did. You didn't and, prop and, her up. No, no, okay. no. She was there, and and uh, and I said, "Just so you know, the first word she said when she opened her eyes and looked at me were oh crap,' and it got a great <laughs> laugh." That's- but that's it's but doubly the, huge yeah. that the, the you know an Osman yeah. would even say yeah. oh crap yeah. I can't even imagine <laughs> I, know. I can't imagine her saying oh poop yeah little yeah <laughs> so she says that and then so they rush her backstage and do they bring her back on the show that day she was uh, on camera backstage just kind of uh, with, with her partner getting fanned and and she did you know she said oh, I didn't eat and I I just got too excited after my samba and, and who hasn't after a samba <laughs> gotten too excited yeah. you know oh hi over there do you ever uh, pick your favorites and and think to yourself, oh, that was not a good assessment by the judges, or, yeah. or they, they should mm-hmm. have been voted. I think they should have gone on. And do you have your opinions on that? You keep yeah, them to I keep them to myself, do you but really? I definitely do. As a matter of fact, one of the returning uh, stars, because this this season in September will be all stars, some of mm-hmm. whom That's have won and some were, were runners up. Okay. And, uh, and there is one. I actually thought Jules uh, Marini and Cheryl Burke we're going to win because the only night I definitely don't know uh, the outcome is the the finale, and I almost turned to Gilles and Cheryl, um, but Mark and uh, Sean Johnson and Sean will be back yeah. too. Uh-huh. Uh, they had done an amazing freestyle the night before, and I, and I think that it, it was the closest vote tally we've ever had. Oh, you, you literally yeah, saw the votes. Like, and were... I didn't see the numbers, but right. the producers told me it was less than half of a percent separated right. uh, oh, wow. the wow. winning to the second place couple. But I had thought just based on the, the whole season that Gilles and Cheryl would win. So I almost started turning, and then the voice in my ear said, Sean and Mark. Oh, whoa, geez, okay. Oh, you have Pin an it. IFB in there yeah, telling yeah. you? Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's yeah. how you find out? Yeah. Wow. That's, it's so uh, what's your opinion on uh, athletes? I'm not fond of athletes being on there because I think that they have a distinct advantage over, you know, the guy that used to own Apple or whatever, the Wozniak. Or, Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Well, I but mean, most land-based mammals had to be <laughs> <laughs> <Over> Steve. <laughs> Did you add that on the, yeah. on the air, too? Most land-based animals have it over Wozniak. I mean, God bless him, but he just, you know. <laughs> 
God bless you, Steve. What's your judge Gordon dance for crap? <laughs> um, he lasted like three weeks, didn't he? Yeah, because we thought we'd get stock like, options. How would, you, how would you like be the land-based animals that lost uh, I him? Know, I know. Did Adam Carolla lose to him? Somebody, like, a couple different people lost him. He made it like three he, weeks, he didn't did, he? did, yeah. Yeah, I was based on his money. Yeah, Yeah, well, because it's like how Mark Cuban lasted. We're all thinking, you know, we'll get in the will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, do you think that athletes should be participating? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Look, it's we've had athletes who've won. We've had athletes who've been voted off early. We've uh, we who was the who was the basketball player, the first basketball player we had. Oh, who just was having a horrible but basketball i can't imagine they'd be have it that easy because they're so long i mean yeah. that's dancing's not made for somebody right. seven feet it's tall. been the nfl has been very dependable on on dancing with stars that's what donald i mean donald driver one of course emmett's coming back emmett smith oh he's coming back yeah and, uh, uh jerry rice i'm sure second. i'm sure lawrence taylor's not coming back he comes to visit he comes <laughs> <to offer. laughs> on furlough <laughs> No, so he's not coming back. I, I no, it's, he it's, won too, didn't he? Lawrence Taylor. No, no, oh, he didn't win. No, he didn't win. I thought I thought it was like a, a whole bunch of athletes in a row. They at least make the final. He was at uh, Lawrence Taylor was at the the party I threw that season was the when the book came out. So it was a combination sort of book launch and mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry Rice. Did he win? No, he came in second. He came in second. Yeah. So the athletes yeah. they do Drew, well. Drew Lachey won that season. Oh, okay. And, he, and Drew's coming back too. Now Jennifer Gray. She, she won. won. Yeah. yeah, I used to date Jennifer Gray. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Did you really? Yeah, I have some wild stories. You know, she doesn't look the same as she did when she was. No, uh, and she didn't. She do a sitcom on ABC about that, and she. she that's right. She, that's why all the, the stories I tell, yeah, I know are totally okay because it was in her script that she wrote. Right. I, it's it was wild. It was like that she's so unrecognizable from when yeah. don't put Dirty. baby in the corner. Right. Exactly. She used to have the, the nose. So I went out one night with her to House of Blues to see uh, this band that I knew, uh, the Mavericks. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard of the Mavericks, who was married to Trisha Yearwood. She comes into the story. Anyway, okay. so we go upstairs, and my friend Linda's there. I go, Linda, this is Jennifer. Jennifer is Linda. Linda has no idea that it's Jennifer Gray. That's how unrecognizable right, she is. Right. So we're sitting there, and she, I said, why don't we go back to that foundation room? And I go, but there's a guy with a velvet rope. She goes, that's all right. I'll get us past. I'll just say I'm Jennifer Gray. <laughs> Linda goes, that's a great idea. <laughs> and I'll be Shannon Doherty because I look more like her than you do, Jennifer Gray. <laughs> yeah. And it gets worse. Oh. So now she's starting to hold. She thinks she's got a new buddy that they're all going to get in by, being, by pretending there's someone else, right? She goes, I'll say don't put baby in a corner. You say 9021, no. <laughs> she's got this whole script she's doing. And I'm just going, I'm trying to kick her under the table. She's right. not getting it. Right. And so it was a, a great reveal. So Trisha comes up, Trisha Yearwood. She talks to us. She goes, oh, I got to go on stage and sing. And she goes up. She goes, this one goes out to my new friend, Jennifer Gray, upstairs. Be my baby from Dirty Dancing. Linda turned. <laughs> <laughs> a color that an Osmond yeah, couldn't turn. Yeah. And she's like looking at me doing that ventriloquist that women do. Right. Oh, why did you tell but, me? <laughs> but it's, you, I totally get it. I mean, can yeah. imagine Streisand with a little bob nose. Right. <laughs> it right. just. It was the whole identity. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. But she won, and which I thought was a, a great story. Right. That was also a right. good story because yeah. you guys love the good stories. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she had, uh, now she's doing real. And is she coming back, by the way? She, no, not she's not part of the All Star. So, uh, so it's All Stars this year, right? Pamela right. Anderson, 
Pamela and, and Allie. Yeah, Pamela's coming back. That's my. I'm very excited. You're hoping for a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Not that we haven't seen it already. I know. Anyway. We I don't know. need a malfunction. It's redundant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're going to take a little break. Uh, Tom Bergeron is our very special guest. Uh, real happy he came in and Yay. flipped me the bird. <laughs> Let me the bird. Sarah's really thrilled that he's here. Yay. Yay. So uh, more with Tom Bergeron after this. By the way, call us if you have some questions. Why don't you do that? Uh, we have a new number. He needs to pick up something on yeah, the way home. Yeah, yeah, maybe Tom will pick you up. Uh, Copy so. of my book. <laughs> They're free. They're free. I was going to promote it. That's how I That's I, thought, I thought I was. you were going to say yes, but you're like, no, just hanging That's out with you, right. Shoemaker. 323-622-8623. That spells toad. 8323-622-8623. <laughs> Eight six two three, and we'll put you on hold, and uh, just give us a call, and you'll talk to Tom and uh, talk to all of us. It's Craig Shoemaker with Sarah Sweet, Joel Geist. My son is wrecking the room as we speak, <laughs> and more with Tom Bergeron after this. If you want to, you're listening to the Toad Hop Network Radio, worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. If you didn't check out the Heidi and Frank show this week, well, you didn't get to hear this. I was in a play, and uh, I was in a play with my friend Murray Langston, the unknown comic. And uh, Exorcist Chick. Linda Blair. Linda Blair yeah. wanted to get in my pants. Oh, <laughs> Like, okay, Linda. <laughs> the Heidi and Frank Show, live every day from 10 to noon on the Toad Hop Network. Or you can hear them whenever you want by becoming a VIP and getting unlimited access to all the fun at HeidiandFrank.com. Seasoned every blade 
I tried to dance but lost my nerve. I cramped up in the learning curve. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. It's worth watching now. Yeah. The formerly brown-haired man, <laughs> Tom Bergeron, is our is our guest today. You get to be a guest and not a host, isn't I that like great? I like that. I like that. No wrap-ups, nobody in your ear, nope. just me? No, just you. And we're here head. with, yay, Sarah. Yay. <laughs> so we have callers. I have some questions, too, but let's get to the callers. I, I do it. Press this little button here. See, let's see how we get. Hi, who's Hi. this? This Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. How's how it going? I wanted to say I really like Tom, and I've been watching on the TV for years and years. Thank you. Yeah. Did you bleep yourself? I love you, my world's funniest video. Mm-hmm. The world's world. funniest. Yeah, world. That was a good show. Yeah. It is the world's. Is it all over the world, by the way? It is. The most amazing. I've had a buddy tell me that he saw me in a little monitor in the back of a cab in Vietnam. Uh, the the folks at Epcot at Morocco, we were shooting there, and they said, you know, back in Morocco, you're on twice a day and you speak fluent Arabic. <laughs> really? So yeah, I've got a guy that dubs you. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. is that how they do it? And do you, do you in Norway? It's uh, I get tweets from viewers in Norway and Denmark, and yeah. you have to have a translator, huh? On their <laughs> yeah. tweets, yeah. yeah. What does all, this say? They're all very blonde. <laughs> that, that is true. Very blonde. One time I was uh, when in my dating world, I met someone from Norway, mm -hmm. and we'll I, be right back, Nancy. We're just sharing. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Nancy, come up with a good question now for Tom after this story. <laughs> so I I was. Um, 
I was I wanted to go out with her again, so I went home and I studied the Encyclopedia of Norway. Oh. And I brought my two friends on a ne on my next date with her to date her other Norwegian friends. They were mm -hmm. au pairs, mm -hmm. and I was I rattled off everything. I go. Uh, fjords, uh, said the Bergen's about uh, 72 miles from Oslo, which is the capital of Norway. And <laughs> Herring's the number one industry. I started going, she goes, I never met anybody so smart about Norway. <laughs> My friends are kicking me under the table. Right. What a jackass. Yeah, it's like French kissing Wikipedia. <laughs> That's what I did. So, uh, Nancy, did you have a question for Tom? What was the favorite show you've ever been on? The fa My favorite show that I've hosted or? or, or yeah, well, actually, been on. Ben, well, the, clearly this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig is great. Yes, he is. Besides the uh, left, are pretty awesome too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so now, yay. Yay. The, What show have you been on? The, the one, the, the yeah. one that I have hosted that was, as I mentioned earlier, still my favorite is the Breakfast Time Show on FX. Wow. Yeah. And what about been on? I've, I've, by the way, do you guest as an actor on any shows? I was have you killed. Done that? I was killed on Castle a couple seasons ago. I played a sort of Carson-esque uh, late night talk show host who was killed by his co-host Fred Willard. Oh, Fred, Fred himself. Fred uh, it, it killed he, me. Okay, so yeah. and was that fun for you? The, Do you like acting? Yeah, I, it was interesting. Uh, the, the scene I shot on the talk show set, Nathan uh, Fillion, who's wonderful uh, in he's so many great. roles, but also as Castle, and he's standing right next to me, right off camera, but mm -hmm. he's supposed to be standing next to a monitor, and he goes, are you nervous? Before I did the take, I said, Nathan, come on. I'm on live TV in front of 20 million people. Why would I be nervous when I know I can do a few takes. Mm -hmm. And the moment it came out of my mouth, I thought, that sounds arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's also not true, because I was nervous. Were I you? was in somebody else's sandbox. So yeah. suddenly it was, yeah, I was nervous, and I was just trying to jolly past it. But the first few takes, I screwed up. Did instantly. you really? Oh, yeah. Instantly screwed up. And did right he go, ha-ha, yeah, show bit. you? Yeah, but he, he, Actor had boy. Every, he had every right to. <laughs> But we talked about that earlier. See, Tom is wise, uh, and we talked about calling yourself on things, and that's what he did. Mm -hmm. We're talking about yeah. that earlier is how yeah. we don't do that enough in our country right? or in the world. Yeah. We don't we don't like uh, kind of say, you know what, I failed here. Or I, but look what happens. What, like, how many times have the Republic – I'll get me off on another tangent here. You know, Republic – oh, he, he always – Obama's apologizing for America. What? When? I don't remember him apologizing. Not only that, what if he yeah, did? No. Yeah, and so what? what We're not be, perfect. Yeah, what would be so yeah, wrong about yeah. that? Because it makes you humble, which more people, that appeals to more people yeah. than the other. Yeah. Do you think the arrogant works in another country? Yeah. Like they already think that. Okay, so now we have to appeal to other countries. We don't live alone. Right. Okay, so I, that's what I don't understand is like, which way is going to endear you to the public of Norway or wherever <laughs> yeah. it is? I think the encyclopedia gambit was perfect. <laughs> if you have no other industry, yeah. that herring is the number one industry. We have a great question from Twitter. Nancy, thank you so Thanks, much Nancy. for calling. How thank you. Hey, can I get tickets to your show coming up? Uh, yeah. Go to OCATV.com. It's on camera audience television.com. She wants tickets to my show. No, I'm giving her tickets to mine first. It was a preemptive strike. And you can. You By can, the way, that's good. It saves me money. Yeah. Because you make plenty of money. Yeah. I'm begging people to come yeah. to Valencia. Our tickets are free. Craig will charge you. <laughs> okay. Are you asking me for free tickets or Tom? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatically so answered. She's being honest yeah. as well. Now, where does she go to get tickets? OCATV.com. It's on-camera audience 
TV.com, and they have uh, you, you can get tickets to a lot of uh, television shows so, for and free. You, you go to Dancing with the Stars or America's Home Videos, yeah. and you want to come to one of my live shows? Yes, I do. I'm the one you called Embryo, remember? Oh, I know you. I know you. You're in the hook. Now, where do you want to go? Valencia in two weeks? Yeah. All right, Valencia. All right, so just write me on Facebook, as you have already, and I will uh, I'll hook you up with something. I'm playing. Hey, thank a, you so much. I'm playing wow. a pie house. Maybe I'll get her. Maybe she can share my pie. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm playing Marie Callender's. Is that right, Tom? Since I've seen you, my career has just skyrocketed. <laughs> I'm playing Marie Don't Callender's. Don't blame me. <laughs> Tom came to see me. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, you came I to see me. I Caroline's in New York. Yes. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. So here's a question that was from so Twitter. nice of you because it, listen, Wait. when you're in the business, you get a little jaded. Right. Right. So you don't want to, you know, support other co comedians. But you came there with your wife, and you had some laughs. And you, very did, nice. you were damn funny, I, let me tell you. I still remember that moment in my life when <laughs> Tom Bergeron came to my show. Now, we have a question on Twitter. From Twitter. Yeah. How painful was Adam Carolla's Why the Terrorists Hate Us speech for you <laughs> to watch, I guess? Why the Terrorists Hate Us speech? He did, <laughs> that, he did that on the air, on, on uh, Dancing with the Stars? I, I Everybody's assume this looking, is something you would be, because uh, I, I believe he was referring to why the terrorists hate us, our shows like Dancing with the Stars and things like that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I didn't know I that either. No, I ha I'm a little... Uh, okay, by the way, I have an incredible ability to completely forget most of stuff I've done. I mean, I really, <laughs> really... I'm, well, when you do, like... You do... How many episodes of America's Own Videos have you done? Like, they literally told me, they told me thousand? That, well, they told me we're coming up to 500. Wow. Um, and and I've done several hundred of them, so I don't remember who won or obviously right. I'm trying to remember a basketball player from season three or something, and I can't <laughs> right. remember who the heck it was. On so the you, don't show. you don't remember? He didn't do the speech on the air, apparently. Did we, we, I yeah, think it was on his show. I'm oh, trying his, to find it. I'll find more. Details. Oh, I have no. So idea. this is why the yeah. terrorists hate us. I guess the premise is because we have shows like America's Home Videos. Of which uh, uh, you're not the type of person to go, you know, take that to heart anyway. You no, know what you're doing. No, and Adam is a comedian. Yeah, yeah. that's you know, exactly I've, right. I've, so I've, it's done, to be I've done a podcast in his garage. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Someone the, on Facebook wants to know if you have a darker side because you have to see, stay pretty clean. I do, yeah, I think I certainly have a. Um, I don't know how dark it is, but I I, I certainly don't. All, uh, it's certainly not full on Saget. <laughs> it's early, but I think people are surprised. What one of the criticisms I got about the the book was how often I I swear in it. Oh, do you? But people who know me know that I swear a lot. I just don't do it on network television. I was going to bring that up as a topic today. It's yeah. so ridiculous how people are with swearing. Yeah. Like, there's so many other things to be a, the bothered first, by the first that draft, will affect us. There's, right. there's, a, there's a chapter called The Adventures of Captain Spasm, and I, I write about how I got uh, past some back spasms that troubled me for years. And, and the actual story, I turned – you would have thought I had Tourette's. I was basically <laughs> swearing my way through – the pain and the first draft I showed my wife Lois and and she said ah I know that's how it happened <laughs> but you got to pull it back a bit and I you said, did yeah I did because I was I mean I I sounded like George Carlin on speed <laughs> and uh, every every graphic anatomical curse reference right. it was how I it's interesting you would say that. I don't know if you ever read the book Healing Back Pain by Dr. Sarno. Yes, right? I, 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 I reference. I read and Stern talks Stern about as Sarno well. a lot. I read too. it as well, and you just passed that book along, yep. and it is yep. an amazing healer. I got to tell you, I sat down. I was having uh, back spasm issues on a particular day. I went in a bookstore, saw it. I sat down, which was no easy feat. Mm -hmm. Read some of Sarno's book, 
stood up. The spasm was gone. Isn't that he, amazing? That, that guy, pivotal wow. in terms pivotal. of... Pivotal. It's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. In all healing, because yeah. what he talks about is... And what I would do is I would go into my car yeah. with no one around and curse and scream yeah. and let out all the anger yeah. because basically that's what you're doing is you're taking your feelings of your anger. We do that on this show. We do a, laugh, a guided lapidation. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. Is is like you're you're really engaging parts of your body and your and your spirit that you do, that you tend not to. You do intellectualize. You leave, do you leave the room at that point because <laughs> she's really... been through a lapidation. She really? ended up crying one day and oh, it was good. No it was kidding. very healing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. No more back pain. (laughs) But that's what I, so I would go and scream in the car at the top of my lungs and then no more back pain. I had sciatica and it's gone completely. Does he encourage you to do that? To scream like at the top Mm -hmm. of your lungs in the book? Well, I, and to just be present. I Mm -hmm. think there's so much about being, because I've, I've meditated for years, but I, I, that didn't help the back spasms Mm. because I wasn't owning stuff. I was traveling a lot. I was away from family and the kids when they were younger and. And as much as it would, my career provided a lifestyle and made it nice and you want to be with your family, yeah, and that pisses you off, yeah. Come on, be pissed off, Tom I'm Bergeron. Not, I'm not let p- it out. No, I already let it out. Yeah, it's, they're in college. Who cares? Yeah, now? That's right. <laughs> that's about all those missed years. Right. I feel that way with my kids. I mean, yeah. I, I want to be with my kids, but we have to go out and be a, sure, you know, sure. of service to them because Hunter you have to earn a living. This is yeah. what we do, right? Okay, yeah. When you're hunting and gathering, as as you're hunting and gathering lines for you know crotch shots on <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> or whatever it is but uh, well that must have hurt <laughs> <laughs> how many times have you said that oh, line out of the 500 shows yeah. that must have hurt yeah <laughs> how many ways can you say it they one of the things i most admire about the gang who puts that show together because really i waltz in at the 11th hour and mm. you know do the little hosty thing but mm-hmm. they're the ones that have to craft these shows week in and week out year in and year out and and uh and put together these really funny montages mm-hmm. of things and repurpose clips in different ways. And and they're just endlessly creative with keeping the show fresh when, by all rights, it should have died 10, 12 years ago yeah. in the advent of YouTube and all that. Right. But it's still, uh, it's still especially once football season ends, it regularly wins its de- the demo, the 18 to 49. We have it, we have it TiVo. 18 we watch to 49 it. demographic. We, we watch yeah. it all. It's huge. For my yeah. house, it's, it's four years old to 89 or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It covers everything. And that's the one show you can watch. With your kids, it's true. That's what's it's so true. wonderful yeah. about and laugh. Mm-hmm. You, can, you end up mm-hmm. laughing. We have another caller. Let's see if I can get yes. this right. Hello, this is uh, the Craig Shoemaker Show. Laugh it off, Tom Bergeron. Who's this? This is Melissa. Hi, Hi Melissa. Melissa. Hey, I've been trying to call in for a while. Um, you guys had mentioned the aristocrats. I know all of the comedians in that room right now are kind of clean comics. But do you guys have your own version of the aristocrats? <laughs> and is it still popular with the younger comedians? The aristocrats joke. The joke. I actually did a version of it uh, that I submitted to them, mm-hmm. where I did it um, a kids version. Yeah. Oh, where really? I'm telling the kids, you know, I did the whole thing, and then the aristocrats, and they pooped their pants, and I had them all, you know, right, I had them howling, right. laughing. You could say anything. My my kids, anything with crap, and I said, and then they had diarrhea and it flew into their mouth, <laughs> and it was like really, and then they peed to get rid of it, yeah. and, and they were like, ah, and then I go, the aristocrats, right? And then I cut back to them, nothing, <laughs> nothing. They're not they have no idea what an aristocrat is, but they love anything with poo poo, right? But right. yeah, I, that uh, that that was a that movie made uh, some some good money. And for they them, shot a lot of they shot a lot of stuff at squares because they got Gilbert there and, oh, right. and a few other people. There. Yeah, uh, Penn and Teller were there doing it with uh, Paul Provenza. Right, Paul's the one uh, with, uh, with Penn Gillette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 a broadcaster, not a comedian. But uh, from what I understand, in the world of comedians, that is sort of uh, the gold standard of can you break each other up doing right. your own version of the aristocrats. Well, yeah, it's. I always thought you were a comic. You never did no, stand up at I all. Did, really? I did. I dabbled in it. Uh, there was a time uh, the, the Magic Townhouse, which I don't think exists anymore in New York City in Manhattan. No. Uh, I did. Uh, like uh, I was actually on the bill for a few weeks one summer, and uh, and I wasn't a magician. I was the only non-magician on the bill. And it, you get on at like two in the morning or something like that. And the only good line I had was, "And now my job is to make the audience disappear." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I did that pretty well. I did that pretty well. <laughs> and you wrote your own material, Melissa. Yeah. Thanks for calling. You, uh, I'll I'll talk to you on Facebook. Did you do improv or anything? Like yes. That? Yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. Melissa. Yeah, I did improv theater um, with a wonderful teacher in Maine, actually, who who I found sort of through the whole mime period. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is, was a person, Tony Montanaro, who had studied with Marceau, but really abandoned that sort of restrictive white face, sort of I'm trapped in a box. And, and and turned it into a, a a great school for improv theater and and uh, and all that. And Were you able? To, are you ever able to use those skills? Like uh, even mime. Sure. Have you ever pulled out the mime on any of these shows? Kimmel, I did some mime. Did on, you? With, yeah, with Jimmy uh, one one time. But not I've on. But not in hosting the shows like in Hollywood Squares. I'm in a box. No, <laughs> literally. No, no, yeah, yeah. Well, I was on the podium. Up the, you guys were in the box. That's true. I was in the box. Uh, the, I, I was. I'm such a bad celebrity. I was always Craig Shoemaker to block. <laughs> they never led with Craig Shoemaker. One time, looking at a monitor, I'm the only way to go. She's like, "I'll take Patrick Swayze to lose." Yeah, <laughs> anything yeah. but try to pronounce Shoemaker or know who I am. So, you never busted out the mime on on not any a, of these not shows. Not a lot of call for it. Oh, sure there is. <laughs> not a lot of call for it. You can mime, you know, getting hit by with a horse's hoof yeah, in the crotch. I think can... I'm trying to remember if I've done anything on videos over the years that. that uh... Well, there's nothing left now that they can say, so you might right. as well bust out the mind. Yeah. And yeah. and you're not going to – what's great about you is, like, you will always have this job. They're not going to fire you. You could bust out the mind. I would do a whole thing. Just go off the reservation and just, just start exa- exactly. walk against the wind, walk. climb an invisible ladder. Walk out with your white rope. face. You imagine, yeah. here's Tom Berger. Oh. You come out in white face and, yeah. just, and mime Look, it. it matches his hair it'll, now. It would be genius. <laughs> I think that's the way to go. You, All right. You, you, your rating's not like and you I'll need just, it. I'll just blame but you. But just for you. Just yeah, yeah. to say, by the way, this was Craig, all Shoemaker's idea. Craig thought it would be gold. <laughs> comedy gold. Comedy gold. <laughs> I know how to find the comedy gold. I just wanted to say, uh, yeah. just to, to make sure I'm being accurate, this Adam Carolla thing was apparently something on your show. Was uh, it really? And I, I have it here. This might refresh your mind. Oh, okay. Was, uh, on whose show was this? It was on oh, yeah. With the stars. Um, oh. So, yeah, I don't even know what it was about, but I just didn't want to misquote Carolla and make him. Oh, this was his, his closing speech. We're watching Adam Can we hear this? With, yeah, you uh, put the microphone I, up There's Julianne Huff, lovely Julianne Huff, oh, who's yeah. now off making movies. Oh, this was a really good speech. <laughs> this was really funny.
ball, and the mirror ball doesn't care what color you are, and it doesn't care how rich your parents are, and it doesn't care what God you pray to. It's an even wooden floor, and may the best man or woman win. And I say, God bless Dancing with the Stars, and God bless the USA. There you go. How can you not like that? Yeah. So, and when I had to play that because I, I was completely misrepresenting I, based on a blurb I read. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, when he's doing this... Adam Carolla rant. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I got to get this show moving. I mean, what's on your mind? No, yeah, I I think it's you, you let things breathe if you have time mm-hmm. and somebody's scoring mm-hmm. and he's scoring the laughs. Scoring the laughs. Yeah. Then you just let it breathe. You just yeah. As, and that's part of what you do, right? And that's I think I alluded to Carson earlier. Uh, he was brilliant oh, at that. Best. Brilliant at that. Yeah. Will there ever when, be another? When you, I don't <laughs> think so. When you're there every night or you're there every week, yeah. you don't have to be in everybody's face all the time. You know, you got the gig. Right, right. And so let somebody else score. It yeah. makes you – you're all, always better when you're with good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Adam was that – was, that was him the night they were voted off. Right. And it was brilliant. He had just, just been brilliant. voted off. Yeah, and he was, yeah. And he was ready. He had it locked and loaded, and he, and he delivered it perfectly. Wow. Yeah. And you're not thinking to yourself. That one thing I really love about you is you're not thinking corporate network. You're just going, yeah, let, oh, the, no. let the guy go. No. No. You know? And no. I still, yeah. no, that's their issue. That's not mine. Right. And yeah. I'll deal with him or whatever it is. Yeah. And, but there but was nothing ne- there. That was, that was, that was. And you're like really traffic funny. copping a lot of this. And sure. It's sort of a sure. feel, and you get yeah. a rhythm. Yeah. And also, there will be times. And it's it's like music in a sense sometimes because you might have a good ad lib suddenly something pops into your head but somebody just scored mm-hmm. so it's like all right you get to let it breathe a little bit you and know you don't want another day you don't want to pile on uh-huh. uh with another punchline right now or 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 if something serious happened yeah. how can I diffuse it by saying right. something that so a lot of a it lot is, of DJs do that right when I do interviews with DJs they yeah. go wait a minute this guy got the last word I'm gonna have to come up with a sound effect yeah. or some some voice or something that tops this yeah because I can't allow this person to like you said breathe right and just right. do their thing right. but they don't understand it's their show that their people show are tuning they're gonna into. be there tomorrow they're gonna be there tomorrow right. exactly right. let the person it's it, they're representing their show basically yep. so let it happen absolutely that's that's why you get paid the big bucks and keep working Till till you're in a walker. <laughs> that's right. I think that's at the, at the old host's home. The, <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here with John Davidson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever run into the old hosts uh, from back in the day? John Davidson was one. I saw at he did uh, Hollywood Square yeah, at, at a others. Marmalade's restaurant in Calabasas. Uh, uh, Wink Martindale and his wife. Yeah. yeah, nice guy. I mean, yeah. these are all great guys. We did uh, when when Henry Winkler and Michael Levitt took over Hollywood Squares the last two oh, years. I right. did it, and they did a lot of retro kind of stuff, which was kind of fun. And and we did a whole game show host week, and Eubanks was there, and and oh, you uh, had Jim them. Lang they and, were the actual squares. Yeah, and Peter Marshall, one of my favorites yeah. uh, from that latter period. Peter Marshall was the center square, and he agreed to swap with me for one show, so he came back and hosted. And you and were the I center? Took the center square, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, people don't realize this, but they actually feed you the jokes, except for the comics. They let us right, do right. what we yeah, wanted to do. Yeah. But the celebrities, they, they're not writing these jokes. Right, exactly. And that was true of the original show, too. People don't think so. People thought Paul Lind was coming up with all that stuff, but uh, Jay Reddick and people like that were writing all this stuff really? for him. Really? Yeah. Paul, yeah. too? Yep. My father? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Your father? Well, I wrote him letters. So oh, I, okay. I want him to be my father. Oh, that's right. You yeah. didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> he did my mom. She was the one who was clueless. Okay. She was the one that let me write the letters. She's the one that read Parade yeah. Magazine. She yeah. said, he's a bachelor. He, he's not answering you? Try Liberace. <laughs> well, she didn't know Liberace was gay. 
you know, people in that generation, they don't understand right, what right, gay is. My right. mother would use the term spinster and things like yes, that. But yes, not a really, confirmed bachelor. That's what, She read that Parade magazine. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote to him when I was a kid. I wrote, you'll unconfirm when you meet my mother. <laughs> and my whole goal was to be in the Hollywood Squares. It was a, it was a wonderful moment for me. I was in every square except for the center. Right. But Whoopi let me uh, visit. Uh, yeah, yes. You, yes. And she would fart. <laughs> You're familiar with that, right? Uh, yeah, she's not called Whoopi for nothing. Whoopi Kushan yeah, was her yeah, first yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. We learned that last week. That, <laughs> we, did, we did learn that last week. Well, yeah. Tom might not know. Okay? Yay. <laughs> we repeat things. It's okay. It's a most, callback. Most, totally. That's right. It's yeah. called the callback. Yeah. You learn that in comedy. That's when right. You're sending people, making them disappear in the comedy club. Well, it was really great to have you here. This is a fast hour. I wish, I wish you golfed. No, you're I my don't. Neighbor, and you we don't talked golf. about that uh, off camera uh, back before the show. I, that I'm, a, I have a bit of an addictive personality, and I am afraid if I started golfing. Seriously, yeah. so it's like taking the first uh, yeah. hit on a crack pipe yeah, for you. Yeah, it's like if you you have one good swing, you're yeah, going. Wait that's, a minute, I'm gone. I, I have to have more of this. Like, yeah, tie me off. I want another 18 holes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I am. My friends actually, I just golfed with them this past week. They called me a golf Nazi. Yeah, see, exactly. They were begging me, please, can I leave? I go, yeah. it's only 36 holes we've played. And 112 degrees. <laughs> That's exactly right. They were pleading with me. One just left. It's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. Uh, Sarah, what do you have? Do uh, you have something going? Yeah, I just thought you can uh, check out the new season of Dancing with the Stars on September 24th. The All Star season, right? And that's uh, All Stars, former champs, runners up, and or fan favorites. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's we have that, and then America's Home Videos, same old. I think thing. October sixth or seventh, whatever the Sunday night. So is you're right out here, here for a little while. I am, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Tom lives in Connecticut. Yep. And uh, commutes. Yeah. It's quite a commute, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And I hitch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I used to do that, right? Yeah, oh, sure. They, they said, you don't need to get there, just hitch. Sometime I'll come back and tell you about a radio series I did back in the 80s where I actually hitched across country. Took, I hitched rides on airplanes. Yeah. And well, airplanes. Side of too. The road, private planes. Really? Yeah. You have to yeah. come back now. Yeah. See, you just. That was a tease. That was, that was a tease for Tom to come back maybe in a few weeks when the show's going well. I want to come to a show. I want to come. I, mean, I, I have to go again. OCT. No, you don't. Have. <laughs> I have to go to all track I, I know a guy. Or I know like a guy. <laughs> but then you have to dress up too, right? Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, because I see up. lines yeah. of people all dressing up, like waiting with their. Mm -hmm. It's like let's make a deal. You have mm -hmm. to dress up in a in a costume. You have to dress better for my show than I did for yours. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for wearing that T-shirt today. It was a real pleasure having you. And uh, by the way, you can go to our Facebook page. It's called. Laugh it off, right? Podcast. Laugh yeah, it off laugh podcast, podcast, even though it's more than a podcast. It's Glip a webcast. Coast, radio show. It's a radio show a worth watching. Topping. A dessert topping. Especially worth watching today. Cherry. Thank you, Tom Bergeron, for Pleasure. being here. Thank you, all of our callers. That, uh, we had like three today. I think we set a record. Hello. Hello. We set a record. Thanks Emily, to Sarah Nancy, Sweet. and who else? Yay. And Joel, guys, for being here. And also, Jake Zumoff has joined our team here. You'll be hearing more from Jake. Yes. By the way, Jake, we first couldn't thing hear I, any less. First, <laughs> first thing I want to say is collar up. I, let me tell you something. I might be an old man, but I think that's out. Anybody yeah, vote with yeah. me on that one? He's got the collar up. Oh, well, no, I think it's good. And you before do? you go out, make sure you wanna. tie the sweater around your neck. <laughs> Are you good with that? You're good with the collar up? Who Justin, come on. Come look on it. Collar up. Tell, show us. No, Justin, come on camera for one second it's here. A, it's a short enough caller. This is my son, Justin. Yeah. This is my son, Justin. I'm not going to pimp you out either, Justin. He's handsome. 14 years old, girls. <laughs> I need young listeners. I'm going to pimp my kid <laughs> I got an 8-year-old, too, and a 2-year-old. Anyway, what do you think of the collar up on Jake? No, not happening, right? See, he'll tell you. He's honest. He tells me LOL is out. 
And really? using the word hip is out. Oh, ouch. ouch. It's full of right ouches in my knees. house. Come over and visit us sometime. Uh, we'll be back next week. Who's going to be here next week? We have our we... professional wing girl. Oh, a wing girl. And we're taking Joel out on the town so she can be his wing girl. Okay, that's what she does. She does it professionally. She goes out with you, and she's your wing person, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's going to help you find a date, okay? And we'll have guys stories about that. Guys hire her to uh, take her to bars and uh, pick up chicks. I also have some other guests that you guys don't know about. I'll announce them right now. D.L. Hughley is coming in. Awesome. Oh, nice. Also Tom's neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, D.L. Hughley is going to come in. We're going to debate spirituality. I cannot Whoa. wait to go at it with him. And Paul Williams is coming in, the great songwriter Paul oh, Williams. He's going to come in, an uh, amazing songwriter. It was a documentary all about Paul Williams, and it's, a, it's called uh, Still Alive, and it's a wonderful documentary. I've seen it, unlike Tom's book that I didn't read. <laughs> I still feel guilty about that. I will read it for the next time he comes ah, in. Don't worry about it. Thank you all for being with us, and uh, hey, just keep laughing it off. <laughs>